got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, say greetings, your boy N O R E. He's a Miami hip hop pioneer. One of his DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast, and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be, hopefully what it should be. This is your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ E-F-N. And this is Military Crazy War, Yappy Hour, Make It a Yala. Come on. Drink chaps. Let's go. Make some noise! <laughs> and every now and then, you know, when we do our job, E-F-N, um, we get blessed. This is this is, this is probably, blessed. this is beyond blessed. <laughs> right. This is an icon, a legend, a tycoon. If you were born in the 90s, you're probably, your parents probably smashed to his music. You're probably born off of his music. 
And in the 80s. <laughs> Your mom's probably got smashed to his music. Probably 70s, too. <laughs> Let's just stay uh, all the way to now. Uh, if you're a hip-hop, we owe this man. When this man walks in the room, we're supposed to dust off his feet mm. and brush off his shoulders. That's right. Because, I, I, I kid you not, from everybody from Ice Cube to Dr. Dre to Snoop to whoever, you actually heard this man's records and thought it was their records. And then when you went back and heard it, said, holy shit, that was the funk. That was the funk. That's right. This man is, like I said, an icon of icons. He birthed all of us. All of us in hip-hop, we owe him. We, we got to say salute. And his catalog is so crazy. Like, when we put the playlist together, it just kept going and going and going. And you youngest is out there thinking y'all ill with one hit. Mm. In case y'all don't know who I'm talking about, we talking about the one, the only, Star Child, George Clay, motherfucker! So, so how is everything? How is everything? Man, I like you guys. <laughs> I'll talk shit. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, I'm doing good. But mm-hmm. I'm glad to see we had some kind of effect on something. Oh, no, oh, absolutely. no. Man, I'm glad to be still hanging out with you guys. Yo, yo man, I'm going to be honest, man. To um, You know, at first when we started this show, we would just interview our friends. You know, people that, you know, I'm a, I'm a hip-hop artist. Just people that, you know, and then we started to, you know, interview people that we look up to or people that we've never met. And when I go through your discography, when I go through your, your life story, it's just like, wow, man, you, you are really, really a legend, legend. And you out here still smiling, still touring. Man, I've been blessed in this shit. <laughs> right, right. I started. I started back pre Motown era. Woo. I started back mm. in the doo wop days when you, mm. you know, you made they made records for you to dance up close and mm-hmm. grind and shit. You light a you fire know, and you go I, like this. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it was this slow d- in Ooh. the basement with the lights mm. out. Mm. That was the fifties. Mm. So I started, you know, back then. Frankie Lyman mm-hmm. and all of that. Yes, I remember. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and we moved into the Motown there. Mm-hmm. Temptation was my idols and mm-hmm. Smokey Robinson. Mm-hmm. All those was my idols. By mm-hmm. the time we got a hit record, mm-hmm. 67, they were peaking. Motown was peaking. The Jackson that just came right. to, the, to the label. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we figured we missed that. Mm-hmm. So we got one hit record out in 50, 67. And, and you're located where? In Jersey? We, I was in Jersey at okay. the time, Newark. Okay. But well, you, you were know, born in North Carolina. North Carolina. Though. Okay. Right. And went then to, went Newark, to Plainfield or Newark, right? No, I worked in Plainfield. I was okay. a barber. I did hair. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, the process right. of the dudes. Right. You know, that was playing out. James Brown say, cut your do off. So mm. that shit was playing out. And Afros was coming in. Right. So we got a hit record just in time. All right. With a record called I Want to Testify. Oh, Testify. Love. Yeah, that yeah. was. Was, and yeah. like I said, we was into the Motown thing, but it was peaking. It was as soon as we got the hit. It and was, at that, that that time, they was comparing you to the Temptations. Yeah, right? we okay. was, you know we wasn't tall enough. We was short. <laughs> you know, we was cool, but wasn't mm-hmm. that cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but we got that hit record. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was changing Rolling Stone, Beatles, and Oof. European was coming in mm-hmm. to the country doing the same music. That my mother and father liked, you know, mm, the, wow. the blues, the, the twist and shout from the Osley Brothers, mm. music from the mid-50s and mm. stuff, mm. 40s. They was doing that. So we realized that we had to change 
We had to change our style right when we got a hit record. Mm-hmm. We and we flipped it into the what Jimi Hendrix was doing mm. with the psychedelic, you know, the, mm. the acid. Right. We dropped our share of acid. We got fucked up. Mm-hmm. And, and next thing you know, we was in that. We had a guitar player who we just listened to a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. um, Eddie Hazel. Right. Did the record, Ma- Maggot Brain. Mm. So we were a psychedelic rock band, right. black. It's right. like underground music. We knew... We wasn't trying to get 45s every day, a hit record 45 every but two the, months. But the psychedelic mean mushrooms? Acid. No, it was LSD. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mushroom was. I like the, it. Mushroom was the, the, <laughs> was the light version. At the height of like the Vietnam War, the, the anti-war. The, the height of the Vietnam yeah. War. The I mean, that's what, and all that stuff. Right. That whole movement was about stopping that war, the, you know, the hippies right. and the, right. everybody that was tripping and right. looking for, you know, that far out place. Mm-hmm. Well, we did that. We was lame as hell, but we did that and <laughs> went crazy with it, you right. know, because we thought we was cool. We did had the best acid, right. you know, we freaked out. And like I said, we had best guitar player and keyboard player in the world, Bernie Worrell, mm-hmm. keyboard player, classical trained, Eddie Hazel, who was like the next Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. And then we had our doo singing group. Mm-hmm. And Billy Bass was all of them was under sixteen. Wow! Wow! Of the band, our band was like our little brothers. We were like twenty, nineteen, and twenty, right. and they was like fifteen and sixteen. Right. So we had a hell of a band that nobody else could keep up with. Mm-hmm. You know, we were doing psychedelic music with a black band. Mm-hmm. We went back to play the Apollo Theater, mm-hmm. and you know, we had changed from the suits. They knew us with suits, and right. we came back there with dashikis and diapers. <laughs> Nothing. We was wearing anything that got anything we put our hands on. And like I say, we was tripping. So we was extra cool. So did that come from tripping, or or was the wardrobe well, like what well, was the we style probably, coming we from? We probably would have did it anyway. Right. But we we was down for whatever it took to make it. Right. But just so happened when we made it, the kids was in charge. Right. The hippies was in charge of everything. You know that was where you got your education into that. Mm-hmm. And we. Got pretty much educated on the road because we played a lot of colleges and shit. But let me ask you something, right? As hip hop started to emerge and you started to see, like, the first people of hip hop, they started, it felt like they were mimicking you. Well, you know How what? did you feel? We got it, Africa Bambada. Yes, yes. We yes. got it. Zulu Nation. If you know, one of our albums called Uncle Jams, if you look at the back of the album, mm-hmm. it's got all our fans from each city. From the fan club on wow. that Africa Bimbada's name is the first name oh, on the shit. album. Oh, wow. He was like 14, 15 years old. Okay, this was. This was you really ought to call for I mean, holy shit, I didn't know. Zulu Nation and mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. was like. Right. The first thing that, you know, that we right. saw, you know, of that, and we got familiar with it real early in the game. Right. Didn't know what it was going to be. We had a right. friend from the Bronx. They used to sell T-shirts for us. He was 16. Uh-huh. And he used to be, had a boombox on his back, and he played flashlight, mm. and he was selling the flashlights, <laughs> and he was rapping to the music. Right. This was during the intermission. Between, Your song flash. Between Bootsy yeah. song right. sets and our set. Right. He would sell so many flashlights from rapping and doing, we was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> right. Everybody liked it, and it was, it was already happening in the Bronx, in right. Brooklyn, and, right. that, and we didn't know, and they kind of hipped us to it. And from then on, we watched Public Enemy, mm. Rakim was my favorite right from day mm. one. Wow. I mean, all the way through, uh. you know, uh, um, 
and watch him do his thing. Right. And the whole hip hop thing was it was like P Funk continued. We said P P Funk was the DNA for hip hop. Right, right. You know, and I, I got a friend over there, Mark Bass. Right. He he produced Eminem's first seven albums. Oh wow! I, I, I produced. Yo, I produced him, and wow. he produced my son right back when they first started. Wow. You know, so I watched all of it drain them. When we came out to, to L.A., they used our name, Uncle Jam's Army. Mm-hmm. That was the name of the club, him and mm-hmm. Battle Cat and all mm-hmm. that. Big they, up Battle Cat. They was DJing. Mm-hmm. They hadn't even had N.W.A. yet. Right. Mm. So we watched them go from... That's when they, what were they? World Class Record Yeah, World Class Yeah, yeah. Crew. Yeah, okay. yeah, watched them, right. the, the whole L.A. Dream Team and right. all of that. Right. We was right in with them. Providing beats. I mean, I made an album called Sample Some of Disc and Sample Some of That. Because uh-huh. I saw it coming, and they, they was getting in so much trouble trying to sample and not get caught or, right. or hide it. Just, we made it available. It still didn't work. I mean, the record companies beat us but anyway. Right. Right. But we made it available. We knew that we had to be a part of this because this was the DNA of funk. Right. It just changed names. Right. And so we became part of that. And we... Stayed with Public Enemy, did right. one of our records, uh, tweaking with us right, right when they first started. Now, you did one of the, like me and EFN thought we were smart at one time. <laughs> and um, we had, did, we sold one show, but we sold it three times, right? Like, meaning we had a prescription base, we had it on YouTube, and then we had it on Three television. distributions for okay, one yeah. show, right? But I'm looking, and I'm like, the Parliament and the Funkadelic. Boots We're the same goddamn people. I said this motherfucker did this shit 30 years ago. Not, not <laughs> only that, Bootsy, his band was the same people too. The same people that played in Bootsy's band was the same people that played He's in Parliament, played in Funkadelic. <laughs> We're not seeing everything. I was like, yo, he, he sold the same band. And the girl Twice. group, the Brides of Funkenstein, Parlette, was the same people. Again, Bootsy played bass on theirs. He played, uh, Bernie played on them. We all were the... I'm it was Wu-Tang 60... was the first? 60 people. I'm, I'm like, holy... 60 people. 60 here. people. We went, when we went out on tour with the mother That's just, crazy. 60 people in the same 60 played on everybody else's record. You just be the lead this time and we back you up. You be the lead next time and we right. back you up. Let me let me look at the people right now. Ain't nothing new under the sun. <laughs> I mean, we, we thought we did we it really like we, Wu-Tang because they got the concept. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got when when I when actually that's exactly what I thought of. The first thing I thought of when I when I, when I said that, I said, damn, RZA got the RZA, RZA got the RZA, concept. RZA, RZA, he copied he, right. you. He and, produced and, and everybody. Got and they all played the supporting role on each album. Everybody right. was with each other. Because that was my next question. When you, what, the bands wasn't on the same record label. No, no, no. We was on all the labels. <laughs> matter, <laughs> <I'm not> matter, <laughs> matter of fact, on that's what they got. That is genius. Matter of fact, that's what got us in trouble. Because we, they looked around and we had <laughs> yeah. somebody on every label <laughs> and they thought we would eventually start our own label mm-hmm. and call everybody back to the label. And you Which, be the Motown. We didn't want to do that. We, we don't, Everybody was doing all right where they were at. We had a bunch of young kids behind us, my son and all the other bands that was ready to, to be on our label. Roger Troutman. Wow. We, mm. A lot of people don't know we did more Bounce to the House. Wow. 
That's a that's a P Funk record at the same time, knee deep, one nation, all them. We did Roger, he was Roger in the human body. Wow. You know, and when he came up with Roger album, that was the beginning of us separating the record companies. Was so scared we was gonna become Motown again, right? Because you know Motown took over the dance floor. Right. They own shit. Right. And, they, and that was the first black ownership. Yeah, and they did it so seriously. Right. They, and the industry was never trying to let that happen again. Mm. Damn, this is so much history. That right is now. crazy. Like, you know, Yo, and so, dude, I ain't gonna lie. They started drink. I was. They started trying to split us up. I need vodka right. and club soda and uh, with a lemon. <laughs> yeah, all the shit. So, so how do they go about splitting you guys up? Like. Where were they getting everybody's ear? When they get, they come between you and your friends. Right, right. That's how they separate you. Right. If they, if they say he ain't getting paid. You ain't getting paid. You ain't getting paid faster. And they be in control of the payment. Right, right. So it end up if they work with getting in between you, you end up having a problem getting your, your people together. Right. Right now we going through that, trying to make reacquaint ourselves with all our friends to make sure they get paid. I'm working with Ben Crump right now. Right. You know, trying to get the whole industry thing for, you know, black musicians and all musicians, really. I don't know if you've seen it, but Chuck D had filed a lawsuit against Universal and he actually won. This whole, you know. Like, actually, like, because these contracts that they were saying that was being signed back then wasn't legal. They're not. They, you right. know, they, they tried to say that they, um, you signed for life, right. perpetuity. Yeah. And, and right. Throughout the universe? Throughout the universe. <laughs> the None of that stuff, though. <laughs> right. But you have to be able to do it from a civil rights standpoint. Mm. The law standpoint, if you don't do it in time, you got, you know, you right. run out of time. They got all those legal things they can right. wiggle with, with your lawyers. Right. So and you have to worry about your lawyer getting paid off on mm-hmm. under the table, all right? And all that. So we've been doing this, fighting this for like 35, 40 years. Yeah. Now we got it pretty much under control. We getting our copyrights back. Ooh, like I say, uh, Ben Crump you. is our lawyer, along with some expert music lawyers. Right. And we getting ready to get the news gonna break in a minute. You, right. you ain't gonna believe right. the stuff that you hear. You know, songs like Humpty Dance. Yeah. The Humpty Dance. Did you know Chuck G and all them yeah. was our Rest friends with, when they were a singing group before right. they ever rapped. Right. When Tupac was dancing, mm-hmm. they were, you know, we was tight with them. And the song they did, Humpty Dance, is uh, um, Let's Play House on a Parliament record. Right. And, yeah, let's play a house. And it, it has been sampled so many times. And one, one of the things that happened, my son, you know, came up with some of the lyrics. So he was one of the writers along with Bootsy and Junie. They, somebody in, in the record, I don't even want to call the names now, but you will Let hear. Me know. You can tell you, it to me. I'll you'll hear them. it in a minute. <laughs> you'll hear it in a minute. Change from my son's name to my name. Because they was already stealing my stuff from a Ford signature that they said that I signed. They, he Because oh, if it's under your name, then they could, they they could, could claim steal it. it. Oh, yeah. they already did that. Ooh. So they changed it from his name to my name and then took it. And this has been, what, 35, 40 years? There's so many samples of that song that yeah. right now it's getting ready to be one of the biggest cases in the world. Like I said, and, and Ben Crump, and, and it's going to be a civil rights thing because it's um, 
You talk about, you talk about your history. Yes. Something you're supposed to be able to pass down to your right. generation. Taking generation, away generational yeah. wealth, right. Generational wealth. And right. it's planned like that. Everybody had to agree to do it. Mm-hmm. You know you know what I'm saying? All the what companies, do you mean everybody had to agree? The record companies okay. had to agree. Oh, yeah. You sample mine, I won't charge you. Right. I sample yours, you don't charge me. They were in cahoots with each and, other. And the artists get charged now. Right. No, I ain't saying the artists didn't. Right. They took money from the artists. Right. I mean, I tried to get Snoop. <laughs> we, we was going to have a, um, what was it called? We had a, a royalty statement party. You come to the party, bring your royalty I would statement. Like to go to this party. <laughs> bring your royalty statement, yes. and we compare royalty statements. Shit, I'm gonna you be the lowest nigga there. <laughs> and, <laughs> hey, I was, you know, I, I, I talked too much, you know, so I said it out loud before. No, you know, before we did it, uh-huh. and of course they started locking their the hip hoppers. They got them locked right. up, you know, in the beginning, started making them sign contracts so they couldn't do nothing about it. But that's the way we was planning, and still going to do it. Wow. That's going to be part of the movie and everything else. It got to go to the royalty statement party. Bring your royalty statement. We compare what you got paid, what you got, and it don't gel. Mm. I only got like three royalties in my life, so I think I'm gonna be. I don't think they let me in the royalty statement party. Word, but that's crazy. Yeah, but that was some of the things you had to do to try to make sure you stayed tight with all the other musicians. Because mm-hmm. whatever happened, it, whether they look like they did it or not, mm-hmm. it most likely they didn't do it. Or if they did it, they did it out of you know. And they were in trouble. Right. You know, like, they, like me and him, we have this argument on the show where he always, we always compare what do we like more, major record label or being independent. He always picks independent. I always pick major. But when I hear stories like that, it always makes me say. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be independent nowadays because mm-hmm. the, the internet, yeah, you don't, really, you you don't, don't even get, need them for mm-hmm. nothing but to mm-hmm. promo you or something. Right. And the way they get these followers and things on the internet, you ain't going to need them for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Some of the biggest artists they got out there now is from the one that's got millions of followers on the internet, they make mm-hmm. the record on their laptop. Mm-hmm. No, I mean the the labels really done played themselves, right. except for the one that's got old catalogs and people don't know how to get them back. Right. You can get them back. They have copyright recaptures now. Right. After thirty five years, thirty five years, you can get them back. Yes. And but we so such a threat to that. Right, because you get it back. That's that's like a hundred million dollars, maybe more. It's like two billion dollars. You're talking about all of the, all of the hip hop. You know, say Dre's whole catalog. Yes, I mean the Chronic. Yeah, that was almost like the mothership. Just yeah. and he wrapped over every record. And Snoop's first album. I, said that. Oh, I was trying to say yeah. that. That's what I was trying I mean, to say. Yeah, that, yeah. like I said, uh, um, I did Tupac stuff live. You can't I swear to God, we was we was we was we was uh, working out. You know, to listening to your music, I was like, how much money does Dr. Dre owe him? Like that's what I was well, just thinking. It wouldn't, you know. No, I, he I just, he Dre. just right. one, the record he labels. Like he's just I mean? one of them. Yes, yes. You know, right. uh, the same with the East Coast. All mm. of the, the say Public Enemy, Rock right. Him, Eric Sermon, Eric, like Eric Sermon. Boy, I mean, right. All and of you know that. what's crazy about that? Let me let me vouch for them and saying I'm pretty sure that they said make sure Kyle, uh, make sure he make sure uh, he gets paid. All I'm they, pretty sure they saying Snoop that. Snoop and Dre both said it. I, yep. I went on the Grammys yep. with them. You know, one time, and uh-huh. I said it right on stage, mm. make sure, you know, these writers get paid. Right. But it's out of the hand. And, you know, you scared mm. as hell they're going to ground you once right. you start speaking up for some of your lawyer. Your manager going to tell you, stay out of that. Right. Nah, let, not let, us over here. Let, let, we, let them we, have we, we having that you over know. here. Not over here. But, we ain't having uh, that over here. <laughs> <laughs> we got your back. But eventually... 
Eventually, it's going to come out. You know right. what I mean? During that time, I was a crackhead, so I wasn't right. paying no attention. Right. You know, I was right. doing what we all did, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. trendy chemical substance was going on, right. most of when you get right. in this business, you yeah. go through that. Right. right. And it takes right. you a minute to get out of it. I ain't sorry about shit. Right. You know, I just maintained my, myself, and when I did get a chance to get out, right. got out, started getting the copyrights back, but I, I had several all I mean I made sure that I kept all the relationships with everybody right. that I worked with right. pretty cool with almost everybody because right. yeah. I knew the shit that it was doing wasn't them right. you know it's true you know what I'm saying and eventually the record companies it's not even the re- people that work at the record companies now because they right. weren't even around. yeah they were big right. yeah. you know yeah. but the company have that money right yeah. You know, like I'm saying, and ours has been estimated, it's in the billion. Because right. almost every major hip hop artist, right. you know, along with yeah. artists that I produce, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Wow. You know, all that, we never got paid for any of that on that big side of that. Wow. I mean, like I said, we um, I got something to look forward to right now because right. I'm having fun. I still do it. Right. We're still on the road. I got my grandkids on the road in the right. band. Right. Amazing. Band members got their kids in the on the road with us. Right. So we're still doing it. And I can sit up here and talk shit. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, I get money now. And if I get the money now, I know what to do with it. Right. If I had yeah. got it back then, I might not have been here. <laughs> you know, too much fun. You know, it's been too much fun, you know. But So I can always, always look at it. Like say on the bright side of things, <laughs> right. I try to always do that. Right, because fault is the easiest thing in the world to find. Mm-hmm. You, know, wow. you know, that's easy. Right. You know, and so that's why it's so easy to make. You know, hip hop music. Right. You, you diss somebody, it's easy right. to beat up on somebody. Right. Find somebody that can talk positive about somebody, mm-hmm. good, and, and get that same vibe. Mm-hmm. It's few. I mean, Rakim is one of the ones that right. I know can do. Remember the record he did with Friends uh-huh. with Jody Wadley? Oh, yeah. He yeah. can compliment your ass to death. Right. Yeah. It's it hard, serious. That's, that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. That's hard because, and you know, hip-hop is based on beating them up, beat up right. MC, sucker MC, right. or the bitch. Right. And that's the concept of it. You know, you learn to do that. That was a battle in hip-hop. I mean, we, right, we right. called it playing the dozens right, when I was in right. school. Right. That was if somebody dropped a glass, your mama. <laughs> you know, what I mean, you got expert at that. <laughs> you know, and so, but to be able to do that same vibe on the positive side, right? You got to have some dialogue in your ass. Right. And like I say, Rakim, he could yeah. do that shit, yeah. and he'd kill your ass on the, this side of town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody wanted with him. No. But let me ask you. So one time I had the pleasure of meeting James Brown. Right, we were walking on a red carpet. That's incredible. He was. Um, <laughs> this is this is for um, Pharrell's. Um, he got his BMI award or something. So right. he had two speakers. And it was me and Justin Timberlake. How they put us together, I did not think that went together at all, right? But I'm walking, and I can see James Brown had his nephew with him or something. So I was like, oh, shit, James Brown. And his nephew must have leaned over and said to him, you know, that's Nori, that's a rapper. And James Brown turned and looked at me and said, keep sampling my shit. Yeah, yeah. I kid you not. Yeah, that's I, awesome. Yeah, I swear to God, because we were too like kind of like far away to like smack five. Like we were on the red so carpet. So you didn't even take a picture with him. So I didn't oh, take a picture, make a picture or nothing. But he was right there. I was right there. He's walking. Yeah, that's and I, I could tell his nephew was like, I said, James Brown. You know, I'm, I'm hyped as a motherfucker. I'm like, James Brown. And his nephew went over and he just turned and he said, hey. 
keep sampling my shit now. <laughs> Do you ever feel like that? Always. Like I said, <laughs> we between y'all two, y'all are probably the most sampled in hip hop. Yeah, yeah really was. I actually, like I said, I didn't wait for him. I made a record called Sample Some of Disc and Some of That. Wow. So, you know, Early I, get, on. I made sure right. that you could. Mm-hmm. I moved the drums out the way, right. I moved the horns right. out the way. Right. I, I isolated different things, different variations, mm-hmm. and we made five versions of that. Mm. Eric Sermon lived by that. Mm. Nazi too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we made sure we was connected to it. That's the right. thing with me. I'm down with the next new generation. Mm-hmm. The one that get on your nerve. Right. The new music that get on your nerve when you think it ain't music. Right. I'm down with them. Soon as I hear somebody to get that vibe, right. everybody's agreeing that they ain't shit. Right. <laughs> I wants to know what they doing. Right. Cause that's the next music. You don't get mm-hmm. that vibe unless you got. Mm-hmm. They don't pay you no attention at all when you right. ain't shit. Right. But when you get somebody that everybody <laughs> agree that you ain't what's supposed to be happening, right. I'm like I say what they say on your when Cardi B came out, right. my family can tell you I was on not what she was saying. I just know that vibe. Uh-huh. It was I could tell everybody was oh she ain't oh, what she doing. Who is I want? Who is she? Mm. Because you can tell you don't get that serious uh, agreement right. that. You shouldn't do this or this ain't because it ain't that important to most people if you ain't that. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna be the next one, and that's who I always pick the right ones. That I always I, I got a good record on. That. I tap myself on the shoulder for picking who's next. Mm. I mean, so on their first two or three records, I I was a uh, what's it, uh, what's the name of Rihanna? Mm. She did SOS. Mm. I was all over that record, <laughs> and my grandkids tell me. Granddad, that record's been out just the second time around. <laughs> but the second time around, it blew up. Uh-huh. And right. she didn't stop. I mean, it was umbrellas and bleep, um, bleep. <laughs> but I knew. Because her vibe on that first record, right. it had that Motown theory on it. Right. And But it tells me more, it's the person, like anybody picks certain things, right. you can tell, they're not just picking this because they, they had some thought behind it. Uh-huh. No, they had some work behind it. The ones that work, like with Prince, he worked all day, every day. You giving us he, a Prince story right now? Well, I can give you a whole Please. lot of yeah, Prince Yeah, let's stories. go, let's go. I mean, Prince had you up seven in the morning to seven at night when you're on his tour. He pay you worth it. He pay you for it. Everybody in the band will tell you, he pay you good. But your ass gonna work. You on call. <laughs> you you on call when the show is over. If you want to go do a party, you gonna because he on that whole day, twenty four hours. He pay they, you they like say that. that Prince was like they compare him to like Tom Brady. Like even after the show is over, Prince still want to practice. Oh no, he That's won't. They say about he's him. going to a party or uh, practice or something. Right. He called me up to his and, house, and everybody got to come. If you, that or he call you to his house and want to talk. Uh-huh. Me, he used to call me to his house. You know, he wants to talk. He wants to pick my brain. But the, the old, house of Mini, in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Okay. We was on Paisley Park. Okay. I was mm. on Paisley Park. Okay. okay. So he wanted to talk. Yo, this shit is fucking me up right I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, no, you know, he, he indoctrinated, he inducted us into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow. Prince wow. did. But he was, he used to, like I say, get his money worth. Right. He, he had me up to his house and you know, been in my ear about why, what's, what, what. Mm-hmm. And so I was... Telling him everything, and then I realized he was getting too mad. <laughs> he was getting 
slave on his face and ready to protest. <laughs> Wait a minute. You, 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 you might get away with that shit. I ain't going to be able to get away with that shit. I'm too old. Yeah, yeah. They know I know better than to do that. You know, and he be wanting me to go with him to the radio station and, and curse him out and tell him, I'm not going with you. Right. You know, I, you know, tell him things and then I see him doing it, but I'm always had his back. He always mm. had mine. You know, but... Mm. He was one of those workaholics. Just like mm-hmm. I said, again, I can tell you, Beyonce and them, when they were right. Destiny Child, they worked all day long, mm-hmm. every day. And anybody that put that kind of work in, mm-hmm. Michael. They're going to see results. You're going to see results when you can do that. You, you met Michael as well? Michael, oh, I'm, Michael and them, they came to Motown doing I Want to Testify. That was the, what, Jackson 5? Yeah. Yo shit. We were probably the reason they was wearing what they was wearing, those, that, because we were the first black group that was looking like that. Besides, right. Sly Nim uh, came out right behind Sly us. Stone. Sly Stone. Sly uh. which isn't my, my boy. Right, You right. know what I'm saying? Right. They came, the Jackson, when they first came to Detroit, uh. they were straight parliament, Funkadelic. Right. Right. You know? Matter of fact, they did one of our songs called I Bet You. You know? Wow. Now, we, had, we I made sure of whoever the new thing is, you know, I'm down with him. I, I, what is it? Outcast, Dungeon mm-hmm. Family, Goody Mob, mm-hmm. Organized Noise, whatever you want to call them. I was there right when they all was one like Parliament Funkadelic. Mm-hmm. I was working with Dallas Austin and DARP. You know, everybody that comes along that's doing something, I try to be a part of, of right. whatever it is they're doing because it's, the, it's going to be the new shit. You know, they, they get on your nerves. You can tell by the ones that get on your nerves. You be like, you be like, damn, that ain't no music. That was fucking. But then you, the shit is working. It's the new kids. That's their version of it. Mm-hmm. You just have to be able to move yourself out of the way. Okay, that's what it is. And then it becomes, damn, it's pretty good. And what are you getting out of it? Does it re-inspire you? It, when you re- get- yeah, it re-inspire you. Right. And put you up on what's going on so your ass don't be old and out of here. Because that's pretty... That's, that's what you're supposed to be. Right. You're supposed to be old. Let the next one take over. Right. But some of us don't want to leave. Right. You know, but if you don't want to leave, then stay out of the way. Right. You know, get down with whatever they're doing. I mean, a good example: Eminem. Mm. He merged. No matter what rap style comes in, right. he's still all up in their face. Right. And you can't get rid of him, and he's going to be like that because he's enthused about hip-hop. Right, right. He means that shit. He lives and breathes it. He breathes, right. And so when you like that, you can say, oh, you old school, old school my ass. Right. He'll take your cadence and whoop your ass. <laughs> you know, whatever. Because you're going to have a different cadence because right. it's a new generation. Right, right. But then you figure out what, what's the theme, what they're talking about. I mean, you get a few... That's way on. I mean, that my Kendrick is my boy. Kendrick, you know, what I'm saying he can talk about shit. Ain't nobody else gonna be able to get right, away with. Right. He done made that room for himself. Yeah, that's when you find that exceptional new one. You know, he is a few of them right in there that talks about shit and real shit that it might not be real for us to even want to admit it. Right. right. Let alone talk. AT and T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. 
Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Nobody make a record. So when I find those kind of people, I pay attention to them and find out what story or what way I can sneak into that. Mm, mm. You know, and we did to Pimp a Butterfly. I thought I was talking to somebody old as me. What? That's how much he had paid attention, I guess, to his parents, who right. was P-Funk fans from, right, you know, right. from what he was saying. But he knew not only that, he had theories for what's happening now. Right. You know, right. so... Every once in a while, you get a new good one that just blow your brains out, and you have to like really give them that space till you figure out what they're doing. You know, you you realize you raise generations, like oh, two or three generations. Yeah, yeah multiple. Like, 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 <laughs> they raised me too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm believe me, I'm in touch with most of them. Right. You know, I'm, with their kids. Most of the time, I end up friends with their, their kids. Right. The kids be finding out, oh, my dad said blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we was doing, and what you doing? <laughs> you know, because it's going to be something fresh. And mm-hmm. Like a half our band is our grandkids right. and kids of my, mine and the blah. other members, and the band is hot as ever. Right. I mean, I have to set my ass down and direct shit, right. but they carry the hype, mm-hmm. and I just organized the show. Uh-huh. What's, what's your favorite place to perform at? What's, what's your favorite city or state or, 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 country. or country? It changes. It yeah. changes, yeah. You know, it was for a long time, it was you. You know, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. For Damn. obvious reasons. Yeah, Amsterdam You know, but now everywhere you can get, you know, right. legal weed anywhere right. times now. Change. So times have changed. Times have changed, you know. Right. But lots of places we got 
all our fans. We have all kind of fans. Yeah. My age, people that know from that, young kids that's on TikTok. You know, we get them all. So I have to look. I don't, we don't have a set list till I walk out and look at the audience because mm. I have to see who came. That's fire. You, you You're know, like what a saying? DJ that, in the how, moment. That's, that's at how, the moment, I have to like what side of town we can come and play the same town on right. different sides of town, and different sets of people will come. Because right. right. you know, we know who not to play. The loud rock and roll and get somebody a heart attack, you know. <laughs> or we know not to bore somebody to death by playing, you know, certain other type stuff. Right. So we have to really look at the audience, you know. And going to casinos is a new problem for us because now people that don't usually go to casinos when we play, they, they come. Right. You know, and usually you have to have a a, a, a casino type. It was like sure. an older crowd before, but yeah. now it's... Now, anybody that come there right. and they be ready to party, and they, so right. you got to like, whoa, how many of who came? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who we got the most of? So I have to cater to, have to, cater to whoever the predominant, you know? Right. And then we got, you know, like Atomic Dog, for instance. Class. That's done been through all the generations. All the hip hoppers done used it. Yep. Right. The song itself never go anywhere. Yeah, we just did a new version of it with the Q Dogs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 coming all shit. out. All shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? We just did a video, and I mean, uh, it's gonna blow people's mind. The new mix of it, the new version of it. Right. Did the same song two years ago with the um, what were they called the. Uh, the cartoon, uh, what is that? Trolls. Oh, oh the yeah. trolls. Yeah, yeah. The troll. I did that with the troll on the trolls movie, mm-hmm. and so Tommy Dog ain't going nowhere. Like I said, and it's coming back so hard when you see the Skew Dog version. That's never going anywhere. That's, but let me that's, ask you, a, a, a person like like my friend Louis Views right there, right? He got the, the the red shirt on. He wants to do a record with you. He connects with you, and he wants to remake your record. How does he go about that? He has to. He has to I mean, talk to you the can, label. You can cover anybody's record. Oh, cover. Okay. Yeah, you can cover anybody's yeah, record. Covering. Yeah, covering. Yeah, covering. Sampling so and covering is yeah. different, different things. Right. Yeah, sampling and covering is different things. Okay. The, the sampling, so, you get permission and all that. Covering, you can cover it, do it your way, with or without permission. Mm. You just have to pay the publisher. Right. You know, yes. that's... The you know, original that's, writer of the record. And that's what I'm saying, the writer right. probably right. get paid. But right. you can cover anybody's record. Right. Yeah. Did, did, did you realize that... Like, you know, watching your stories, I watched so many documentaries. Did, was there anybody like, all right, cool, I got jerked in hip-hop, right? So I wanted to, like, give the knowledge to the next younger brother, right? Um, was there nobody there, like, at that time to, to, to tell y'all about these contracts and tell y'all about publishing? Or... No, not, not from the R&B side of it. Really? No, it was always, everybody was always... They did it to me. I'm gonna do it to the next one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the one that get get most people in it. You know, what I'm saying it was done to me, so I'm gonna get the next one. And they kind of set you up and help you do that. If right. you don't pay attention, they'll help you mess over somebody and then blackmail your ass with it. You know, what I'm saying? so you you have to be careful of that. No, that was my thing. Is I came up through Joe Bet. Mm-hmm. And I made up my mind, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it. So right. I ain't really trying to bust nobody. Right. I mean, I knew a lot of stuff I was doing in the beginning mm-hmm. that they was lying. And te- but my thing is just get out there. Right. I'll straighten this shit up later. Mm-hmm. That's the way most people feel about this shit. Right. They'll do it even if they know they're doing something wrong. That's exactly what I did. To, to, you know, to get there. You would have done it for free. Yeah, you'd have done it for that's free. That's the thing. That I mean, it's better if they just say you ain't going to get paid. Right. You ain't going to get paid. That's my first deal yeah, for $5,000. Really right. 
And I was it was up front about it. I saw my first deal for five thousand dollars. I knew it was five thousand dollars, and I signed happily. Oh yeah, I've done it. I've done that part. Prior, I've done that lots of times. No right. one, right. but my thing. Once I get in there, I know how to work my way right. to blah blah blah. Right. But then there's some that just plain out. Mm. Set you up with the paperwork is all wrong and right. and they changed. Mine was actually changed. Right. She went back in. I and saw read. that in the document. They changed the, do- the, 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 the document the, to put it lifetime. Not, right? not one time, but three, four, and five times. I got copies of them. So many copies of the changed documents. You know, I paint too. Like right. paint. I took some of the documents and put it on the painting. That's wow. all. I, I, I was doing my best to keep this into the public's eye. Wow. For as long as I could. You know what I'm saying? So I took a lot of the documents and put it on the art. That stuff. I see a judge said that even though a judge did say that this, this paperwork was altered. Was altered. It was altered. It was altered. Right. Said in, in anything that comes out of this paper is, is, is null and void. Right. We got those kind of papers. Wow. My wife over there looking at me saying, don't make sure you don't say too much. <laughs> nah, I got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. We, we got it. We got it. So, so no, but it's okay. cool now. I'm, I, I'm free to tell it now. I got sued for writing a book about it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Who, who sued? The, the, the person that did the alteration. Yeah. Yeah, you can get the, it's in the book. We got the book out, Brothers Be Yo Like George. Ain't that punkin' kind of hard on you? Everybody needs to get I say that. I was hard when I started. I'll be hard when I get through. Mm. God damn. Salud. Salud. <laughs> so before we get into this game that we play all the time, it's called Quick Time We got to give them flowers. Um, yeah, yeah. So get, let me ask this question to be given with flowers. For people that's been living under a rock, tell, describe to people what the mothership is. Oh, the mothership is our mythological vehicle that brought us here from the planet Sirius. I like Sirius. It's called the Dog Star. The Dog Star. You heard star. the Dogon people? Mm-hmm. Africans? Do- oh, wow. Well, our myth is that we came in and brought the funk here. Came you know, to they, the planet, they, to teach the planet the teach funk. the plant how to dance. Yes. How to dance underwater and not get wet. Mm-hmm. How to be able to dance between the molecules of water? Mm. With that takes such rhythm Ooh. that you can get out of the way within water. Ooh. Between the molecular structure of you know things, that's the rhythm it takes to survive in this world. Ooh. To be able to get in and out of the bullshit, you have to live through. Right. You got to be able to swim through. You could. Do, you could do. In order to survive here, you can swim through water and not get wet. That's the rhythm it takes to survive in this world. So the mothership was that psycho alpha disco beta bio aqua do loop. That was that formula that you needed to survive. Plus, it was the vehicle to take you back to where you come from and keep the party jumping. So, are we in the mothership? All the time. Goddamn! <laughs> You, you just have to become aware of it. Yes. It's always there, I but it don't it. work until you... You got to open your eyes. Open your eyes uh-huh. and, and feel that, oh, shit, it's been this way all the time. So do I got to take mescaline? 
<laughs> I mean, it's, it, everything is evolving now. You can, they can do shrooms is legal now. Yeah. You can do a handful of shrooms now, hand, dude. I got, a, I got a, didn't you who gave me the shrooms? No, it was, yeah, it was our friend. I, I mean, but there's lots of ways. Dancing, religion, chanting, meditating. There's so many rhythms that take you there. Right. You have to find out which one works for you. Okay. Some people can do it from just Gift of gab. Some people yeah, got meditation. so much. They can yeah, meditate they got, their way into it. You know, some people are just inspired with the word. Right. You know, and they might not may not even live like that, but they it comes through you. You ain't got nothing to do with it. Right. I mean, you technically, know, your body has the drugs in it already. All the all the do- endorphins. Yeah, endorphins, dopamines, yep. and all that shit. All that stuff. If you know how to reach <laughs> and get it, but when you can't, you light a joint. Light a joint, goddamn, <laughs> y'all. Mr. George Clinton, we don't know if you know, our show is about giving people flowers. Our show is about making our legends feel proud, making our legends know that they're legends. So many times in this game, when you got 10, 20, 30 years in this game, they want to say that you're old school. They want to say that you're washed up. They want to say that they kick you out. And we don't believe that over here. Not at we all. believe when you 20, 30 years in the game, you just getting seasoned. You just getting seasoned. You just getting 20, seasoned. 30, 40, so we want to give you your flowers to your face, to your face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this, this, Those are this, gold flowers. This is this is this is your flowers, man. You know what I mean? They last forever. This is from the drink chest. You know what I mean? God damn, make some noise. <laughs> Work it up. Work it up. What's in here? Snoop said it's the like gold, a, it's, it's, it's real roses that are gold plated. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm. Yeah. I'm looking for money. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Snoop said it's like wow. it's like a Grammy, but it's from your people. You know what oh, I mean? Man, thanks for. And you won a lifetime Grammy, didn't you? Huh? You won yeah, a yeah, lifetime achievement. God, lifetime achievement well, Grammy you know, no more. <laughs> Jesus, we've been nominated so many times for the mm-hmm. you know the samples and things. Right. But they haven't let that as a concept become real yet. It'll uh, be mm. pretty soon, you know, because there's so many. So if a record gets nominated, you if they sampled you, you're mm-hmm. nominated automatically. Mm-hmm. Some sometimes and sometimes if you if you pay attention to it, right. you'd be nominated. But you have to be up on it yourself, right? Because you'd be a writer on the record. Yeah, you'd be a writer right. on it. Yeah, you right. know. Wait, wait. Okay, I continue. Can I just feed that you smoking blunts? No, 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 no. These are, is, these are these are. Um, you OG, OG. Hip oh, hip papers. Okay, all right, all right, all right. No, no, I'm about to say, you out here no, no, smoking duchess. No, you looking no, crazy out here. Smoking duchess. Not doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's still tobacco. Yeah, I I, I I, still smoke that shit. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm ignorant of the motherfucker. No. And I know it's wrong for me, too. Yeah, but all right, no, this cool. Look, this looked apart, so I'm still cool. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. What did it look like? Uh, Garcia Vegas. Remember the old school yeah. Garcia Vegas with the green Garcia shit? Vegas, isn't it? Yeah, Garcia, Garcia Vegas, yeah. Okay. Black and miles. Okay. Do we want to get someone to come in and Yeah, you want to get shot? someone from your crew to take shots your family, for you? one of your grandkids. Your, 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 your grandkids. It's a shot game. We're gonna it's a play. shot game. So, oh, you, you, who, come on, all right. Come on, the New York hat on? Third. He looked like he ready anyway. <laughs> he was practicing on Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he looked like... Oh, you're going to take a shot? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, you can grab that grab, chair to grab a chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, what's your name, Big Dog? 13. 13. 13. How's it going, 13? And that's, that's, yeah, yeah. He's the hype man in the band. Okay, okay, all right, cool. Well, you gonna be the hype man right now, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are we ready? Give him a shot glass, Mr. Lee. Yeah, give him a shot glass. Oh, there you go, you got it. There you right go. There. 
drinking before you start? What are you drinking? Um, something white. Okay. You want some Ciroc? You want that Ciroc right yeah, there, the watermelon? Okay. Oh, you mean shit? I want regular. Ciroc. Yeah, I want regular. <laughs> oh hell no. Okay. Now, so all right, so hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, no, 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 no. You ain't got to pour that because it's a long, it's a long game. Long yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but you got to keep that one now. You got to keep that one. <laughs> you set yourself up, man. All right. Yeah, you, you all right, so um, for sure, for sure. So we drink with you. Every yeah, we drink with you though. We you right there is good enough. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, but okay. So, um, by the way, let me just say this mid-interview. Like, I'm, I'm really in the presence of a legend, man. I'm really honored that you came and considered us to, you know what I mean? Appreciate like, you. I, I really, like, you know, in this game, there's so many people who just, you know, they don't take the time out and just say, I appreciate you. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to just do that before we get into this game. I appreciate you, but I'm about to kill your hype man. Right <laughs> Just want to get that out the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when he when he drunk later on, he gotta be like, man. I didn't have to do that <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you, you ready? Yeah. Okay, so it's on you. So if you pick both, huh? If you be political and you pick both, then he drinks. If you pick Are we giving you two two names or two Yeah, things? two names or two things. If you yeah. pick one, nobody drinks. Right. But if you say both or neither, right. which would be the politically correct answer. And we think you're gonna say both in. a lot because we we could tell you're a politically great guy. So it's it's not gonna work out for him. We'll do we're gonna make it. Uh, uh, you ready? You ready? DMX or Tupac? You're right. Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be You don't get us drunk, that. That was easy. Mm. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I can feel your spirit. And yeah. I. Huh? Remember, remember. Yeah, go light, light go light, light, go light. light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less yeah. 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 than that? Yeah, go under the okay. logo. Go under the logo next time. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got you. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one, too. ODB or Bismarcky? I know, too. Wow. <laughs> ODB. Okay. Uh, okay. Ooh. This one is good. I kind of know where you're going to go. Motown or Epic Records? Both. Most, I mean, it's Motown, but I get, Epic doesn't cleaned up lately. That means some good business is going on there. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why they were so great. You got to see his smile when he said, they done cleaned up lately. <laughs> like, that was the smoothest shit I've yeah, yeah, seen yeah. in a long time. Yeah, no. <laughs> they done cleaned up lately. They got Slide, <laughs> Michael, and all that later. Mm. Okay, you, you ready? Plus, we went there. Where we at? Rolling Stones or the Beatles? Damn. Beatles, goddamn. Now, you knew them both. The Beatles. The Beatles. I mean, they, they're like they're like all the way up on the charts with me. Okay, Beatles is like Motown mm. in my life. You know, wow. that's another thing that I paid close attention to. Wow. Their history, they were it. Okay, them and Jimi Hendrix. Okay, Sly Stone. That's okay. It. All right, then you take over after this one. After I say this one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, Michael Jackson or Prince? Both. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, hype man. <laughs> Okay. Ooh. No, but just say both for the hell of it. Don't yeah. you say it, but you know, we got a long list. Yeah. No, but you, you know what's crazy? You're probably one of the only five guests to 
that we've ever had that has Michael Jackson and Prince stories. Like, some of the times a person might have a Prince story, some of them might have a, a, a Michael Jackson story. Mainly, none of them have a Michael Jackson, Prince, Tupac, and Biggie story. Nobody's had a Beatles story. I don't think we've ever talked about oh, the Bleedles. Oh, that is. Who's the Bleedles? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the Black Beatles, nigga. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. I'm going to throw some extra ones in there. Okay, real. cool. Starchild or Devoid of Funk? Ooh. Starchild or Devoid of Funk? Which Sir one of your alters? Sir Knows. Sir Knows, right? Both. Okay. Oh, oh shit. Oh, Sir Knows. Look, you, you sweating already, my brother. I respect it. They're, I respect they're clones it. of each other. Mm-hmm. This is true. All right. Okay. Oh, we got you ready? Go ahead. Marvin Gaye or Stevie Wonder? Both. Jesus, we we going in. Oh, y'all gonna have a <laughs> damn. Good thing I got this bottle in there. Nah, <laughs> oh. Hello. Uh, okay. We might start playing in your band right after this. I <laughs> Sly Stone or Boosie Collins? Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> Damn, it's last one. It's last one. Oh, you picked. Okay. But let me let me add to that. Bootsy Collins or Jimi Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix. Mm. Wow. Okay. Right. Ain't many I'm gonna, I'm gonna say over Bootsy now. Right. Ain't right. many. Right. But right. damn, y'all pick some hard ones, don't you? You being honest? Red Man or Method Man? Oh shit. Oh. Both? Both? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, them, I better keep this real close. That's my boy. Shit. I know Red, your boy. Yeah. Shout out Red Man, Method Man. Yeah, both of them. Ooh, this is a good one. Rick James or James Brown? <laughs> James Brown. Yeah. James Brown. Oh, I'm about to take a shot. He, 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 he picked. We, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so programmed. We're celebrating James Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, um, damn, I, I was going to get into a speech, but let me chill out. Next one's good. Rock him or Big Daddy Kane? Rock him. Okay. You liking this right now. You're like, all right, that's cool. Okay, Rihanna or Beyonce? I'm going to stop saying this question for the record. Both. We are not putting black women against Both. each other anymore. <laughs> Both. 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 Oh, shit. Oh, we drinking. Oh, shit. But it did work. <laughs> well, you're doing it in the next one. Yeah, yeah you say the next one then. <laughs> Lauren Hill or Missy? Damn. Both. <laughs> my, my liver's still right? not anymore, much. And what's your name, by the way? 13. 13, 13. you said it. My bad. We're going to take 13 of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Jeez. Whoa. I think we already hit 13. <laughs> yeah, we had 13 right now. Damn. All right. Uh, Y'all was really planning on doing that. Yeah, that's why, and that's why we told him slow it down. Ooh, okay. You ready? This is a good one. This is a good one. Snoop Dogg or Ice Cube? Oh man, both. <laughs> Y'all gonna get drunk now. <laughs> Yo, you you know what's crazy though? I like the way he's saying both. He's just saying it mad smooth. Oh. <laughs> he's, so, he's smooth. Yeah, he ain't picking nothing. Yeah, so I look. Yeah. Oof. Okay. <laughs> I got the next one. Please. Outcast or UGK? All right, don't worry about it, buddy. Relax. <laughs> Outcast. Or UGK. Oh, you said Outcast? Yeah, I don't know who UGK. Okay, Public Enemy. Who? Public Enemy or NWA? Public Enemy or NWA, both. (laughs) 
Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna take a shot to vote for that. Even if you would have picked one. Yeah, I would have picked one. I would have picked one. And, and they like brothers almost like Public Enemy and NWA yeah, I mean, like Coastal I mean brother. when Cube left NWA he went that's right yeah right that's right okay House Ain't Party Shockley and them this yeah. Was, yeah Legends House Party or Harlem Nights <sighs> you was in House Party <laughs> I was in House Party but I like Harlem Nights Harlem Nights is what I grew up <laughs> That oh, had all the nice. greats in it. Yo, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Smile. I love it. You know, that's my era. The, the haberdashery they was wearing, right. that's the shit we used to wear right. in high school. And shit. Wow. That, 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 was that the last movie Red Fox was in? Yeah. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Red yeah. Fox. Cotton wow. come to Harlem and, and that one. Wow. So um, you go on Harlem Nights? Yeah. Okay. I skipped one. You want to like get the, that? I, I like the new house party. I, just, I haven't watched it. I, heard I haven't it watched good. it. At LeBron's house? Last night is good. At LeBron's house? You talking about yeah. that one? Okay, yeah, I ain't see it. Yeah, I mean, they didn't watch it before us. And I, the fuck out of me. And I heard they really filmed it at LeBron's house. I heard LeBron I thought, gave it, yeah. I think I he's a part yeah. of the production, if I, I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he almost did. Yeah. So yeah. that was really a crib. Go ahead, you ready? All right, Dr. Dre or Eric Sermon? Oh. <laughs> That's what we got Erica Badu And who? Erica Badu or Alicia Keys? Erica Okay I want to ask But I don't want to ask You want me to ask? Wait, no. which one? The, the comedian? No, about um, Erica's incense Go ahead, man Now you ask No, you, you just brought it up <laughs> Y'all drunk now <laughs> You brought it up So you asked <laughs> You ever heard of Erica Badu's Incense? Eric Badu Incense? Yeah, her yeah. Incense line. Pussy or something like that? Yeah. I haven't smelt it, but... I was scared to ask. No, 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 as a married man, I don't think I can come my, in the house with Erica Badu Incense. I'm just being no, honest. See, I don't my, know how to have that conversation. Girl, I, like I want to support, though. I, like I want to support. Can you consider that a collector's item if you bought it as merch? I guess you can't open it. You can't open it. But at some point, I'm going to take a shit in the... And I'll be like, let me light the incense. Let me light up the incense. I'm going to smell like shit. But that's it. Yeah. I had to ask. I had to ask. I had to ask. My bad. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one. Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor? Ooh, this is a good one. Both. He's the way. So I look. We definitely passed 13 now, 13. Yeah. I, I, look, I got it all right here. I got it all right. Oh, shit. I missed it. Oh, shit. I didn't. No. Mm. Holy shit. You, you got the next one? <laughs> you were responsible for me. Nah, you get it. <laughs> Pharrell or Kanye? Ooh. Pharrell. Uh-oh. Podcast or radio? <laughs> Radio today or radio ever? Ever. Whatever you want. Ain't enough radio. I mean, radio. Okay, I respect that. Analog or digital? Analog. <laughs> Can't replace that, that sound. Yeah, that, that unique sound, yeah. Go ahead, you go. Whitney Houston or Aretha Franklin? Aretha. Okay. Al Pacino or Robert De Niro? Oh, shit, both. <laughs> God Yo, damn. We had one more both left in there? <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. Mm. 
We got the last, last one. Last, last one. Last, last one. We got one more. We got one more. This is the last one. Now, everyone thinks this last question is a trick question. Me and EFN don't think it. We think this is the only time you should say both. Oh, right? No, you can't. Well, not only time, but most of the time <laughs> that we should say both. This is the last question. It's called loyalty or respect? Respect. You want to explain? It would be both, but I yeah. respect. Okay, why? 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 <laughs> you just prefer it without. I just prefer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. It just seemed like it covered more ground. Right. I respect that. You ain't got to be loyal. Ain't got to be loyal to me. <laughs> you, know, you ain't got to be loyal to you. All right. <laughs> you got to respect. We cool. Yeah. We cool. Mm-hmm. That, well, I'm going to still take a shot to that anyway. And that is the end of Quick Time with Slime. And that's the end of Quick Time with Slime. Oh, my God. Salute. Wait, so... Now we can get back to see. At, at one the, time, the word funk was a bad word? Yeah, it was It was a curse word, you right? Got, yeah, you got your ass whipped for saying funk. Funk. Yeah. I mean, lots of words like that. I mean, right. funk, you think of... Uh, think, um, I mean, Bitch. Right. It's a female dog. Right. Right. I mean, but it's been taken so far out that I don't <laughs> think nobody even know that the connotation that, right. of it being that. Right, right. You know, it's like the atomic dog dogs. I'm into dogs. Right. That's one of my pet peeves. That dogs were supposed to be man's best friend. Right. But when you want to give somebody an example of how bad you can treat them, you can treat being them like, like a dog. dog. Right. Or, the, wow. or the vibe you put on when somebody say bitch uh, mm-hmm. you know it's like so intense I'm doing a, a Broadway play right about that concept about dogs how much time we got no we, no, we, we good no, we, we good. good we good you can take bathroom breaks we can yeah. have a dinner yeah. here we can do whatever we want this is the story U.S. Custom Coast Guard Dope Dog nicknamed Bustum like most dope sniffing dogs he's got a habit Trained to have to have it. Pick up the tracks of the traffickers and track them like a rabbit. Up the coastline. Canine control substance retriever. Receiver of the Golden Nose Award. Mm. For leading him to the cash. Cashing in on the stash. Now he's in line for his issue of the booty. Never do he do a line in the line of duty. Mm. He's a dope dog. A U.S. Custom Coast Guard dope dog, keen sense of smell, tracking the telltale trails of cartel mm. dope boats. Big dope, never a gram, OZ, kilo, too low key. Gotta be tons of P-blow, bales of lumbo, mm. while other dogs are sniffing one another's tail. He can track the profit from a dope sale, straight to the stink account, big banks, banking on laundered dirty money, not stinking. As the wind blows, he follow his nose. Old Mac Uncle had some drugs, C-I-A-I-O. Mm-hmm. And with those drugs, he bought some arms, C-I-A-I-O. There was a bang, bang here and a snort, snort there. Here, bang, there, snort, bang, and snorts everywhere. Old Mac Uncle starts a war, C-I-A-I-O. And the war on drugs... It's hell on a dope dog nose. It smells where the nose goes when the doors close. And the dealer want to hide the dope in the booty, in the twat. Mm. Then they squat and make the dog sniff their bowel, foul as they fart in his face. Damn, for a shitty half a gram? 
an undercover narc with a bark, took a bite out of crime. Posing as a CNI dog, he bit the blind man with the cane made of coke. As sure as the dope boats float, the media goes comatose. Unrelated, over-the-counter overdose now become drug-related, aided and abetted by a lot of apprehension and indifference. The bigger the headache, the bigger the pill. Y'all can take your medicine now, because you're going to be ill when I tell you the deal on dope. There's more profit in pretending that we're stopping it than selling it. Mm. Man, you coming? You control fan? You coming? The world? I'm be, you I'm be the, the pill epidemic? I'm be honest. This shit was so crazy. I didn't know whether to clap or say amen. You clap and you say amen. Bowed my head at one point. I was like, oh shit, yo, oh, oh that was deep. That was that deep. Was deep. Yeah, that but was it's the play. The whole thing is about dogs and their relation. To drugs, you know, right. some dogs they use to test uh, chemicals on for perfume. Yeah. Some dogs they use for drug sniffing. And you know they have to get the dogs a habit. Yeah. They gotta make them. They gotta make them. And, 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 you, and if it's shorter life, if it go up them. your nose, you get high. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what that's what the whole thing. We saw him doing it at this college when he was training the dogs. Right. And that's when I realized, damn. And so I've been. Yeah, they, they addicts. Yeah, the dogs, fiends, the yeah, dogs, yeah. And like you said, they retire and. And they have to go through that shit cold turkey. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Yeah. Now, one thing that's amazing, right, is I'm looking at a, a good friend of ours, a friend of the show, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, is, I think he just announced that he's celebrating his 14th album. Not sure. But no, no one. I wouldn't did. doubt it, but right. So I think, and he's he's and he's opening um, uh, a snipe store in um, South Beach. So so he's announcing his 14th album. So I'm I'm searching, and again, he blew my fucking mind. Y'all threw out 19 albums in 1970. Oh yeah. Oh, we were, 19 in albums? One year? In, no, no, no. We thought DMX was crazy. We're throwing out two. In the 70s. In the 70s or the 70s? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but 19? I know yeah. that's crazy. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's more than that, probably, because we was doing we was doing what they call industrial uh, music, which is like punk rock. Mm, they call it new wave and industrial. Was that in, in England? Like was that England that? and right. here? We right. did a lot of those that a lot of people just now finding out about. You know, it was like the Chili Peppers, but a little heavier, a little harder. Right. It really, and they were sampling records. They was doing like hip hop, right. sampling it with rock and roll band playing with it. You know, with that heavy metal. Right. Type. They that was a concept that was it. Rage, Rage Against the Machine is something like Rage, that. Right? Like Rage. Right, right. Oh my God, those those are my boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Me too. A lot with them too. Don't nobody not get along with you. Just just so you know, huh? There's there's no one in this world that don't get along with you. Oh no, we. That's another thing. We made sure I tell the band that you you get along with whoever the fuck is on the show, whether we close in or opening. Right. You wow. know, because that's the only. They, everybody want to work with you. Yeah, that's an easy one. You know, I mean, you just gotta figure out where they at. Yeah. Some of them you have to stay out of their way. It's the ultimate network. You know, some of them is in, in really. Your, what you mean by stay out of the way? I mean, I, some people. I don't think. I don't. To, to me, right? Um, I'm 45, right? Um, some might consider me an old man. Some might consider me young, right? But to me, from my generation, everyone salutes you. Everyone. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's how you get so, saluted. You stay out of some people's way. They well, salute I, that, your that's ass what I'm too. concerned though. What do you mean you stay out of some people's way? I mean, some people just have their thing that they do. They don't want to mm. conform to being friends with nobody. Right. None of that. Like Patty LaBelle sat here in the same seat, and Patty LaBelle said there was one artist that she couldn't stand. Oh. Not Aretha Franklin. Not Aretha Franklin. She was just saying that there was one artist that she couldn't stand. And it was a younger artist. It was a younger yeah, artist. Yeah. And and she just like avoided her and, and Oh yeah, nothing like you can avoid some people that keep you <laughs> keep you in keep you in touch. You have to avoid some people. You gotta be able to read people. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, right? you yeah, gotta, yeah, and they end up liking you too. Right. Because right. they know they ain't got no no problem with you. Right. You know, but you said Patty. I saw Patty the thing. Mm. I used to do Patty and Nona's both. I used to do their hair. Really? When they were like pa Patty LaBelle and the Bluebells. That's what they were called. I sold my heart to yeah. the junk man in 1959, 60, 60, 1960. I used to do their hair. Patty had little waves in her hair. Nona, I did Nona's hair as late as the. 97. I did her in Paris just for a, a, a Chills is literally going through thing. my body right now. Yeah, I used bro. to do a We had a barbershop. We did stars here. Everybody right. came through Jersey. So not just Plainfield? Oh, oh, no, Newark, Newark okay. 15 miles from Plainfield. Mm -hmm. I mean, and everybody came through Newark. 
in New York. I worked in New York at Playboys mm. on Seventh Avenue and 125th Street. Mm. So I mean, you you did all kind of stars here. I mean, did. Wow. I mean, Dion. You know her husband Bill Elliott, the drummer. Uh. Used to do his hair. I mean, all kind of stuff. I can name drop all day when it comes to the hair. I'm taking stuff. a shot just cause. I got my shot ready. Yeah, I'm taking a shot just cause. We taking a hair shot? Yo, yo, listen. I ain't gonna lie. I don't. I don't like. I think since Patty LaBelle has been here, I don't think I've ever had chills like this. And I got like deeper chills because I'm I learning thought, shit that I've like. I, I thought I knew everything about you, and it's like I don't. Like it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Oh, no, you like, sit you, here and talk. I be thinking of shit that I haven't got a lot of this stuff. That, <laughs> no, I mean for these kind of shows, shit. Yeah, no, nah, and, and no, there's too and, many and layers to even know. Everything. But let me ask. Let me let me throw a left field question. You took a shot. Right there. No, I got my right shot. There, buddy. This is a left field Gotta question. Um, how about Little Richard? You ever met Little Richard? We met Little Richard at the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Myself, Eddie, in the OJs. Who else? Wait up, wait up. Time out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In the OJs. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, these Eddie's like... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just tell you the flaws just now. I just said, did you ever meet Little Richard? He's like, yeah. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who the fuck answers like that? Yeah, because I remember that was one of the first places that I met him and talked to him. I knew him over the years, but we was on something. In Cleveland, at, right? In Rock Cleveland, Hall of yeah. Fame. Okay, okay. And um, they was just getting it together a couple of years after they got it together, and right. we had to go there, and I gave some kind of, one of my costumes or something, myself, him, Eddie, and there's somebody else. I just can't remember who it was. But another one of the the older guys from that era. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, Little Richard. That was that was Little Richard, Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis Presley. Those rock and roll. That's Wait, the era the that I started the group you, in. You, you telling me you did a show with Elvis? No, no, I didn't do okay. a show with Elvis. Yeah. But I tried. I tried to write songs for him. Was, what, what's your take on Elvis? You know, there's all yeah, these mixed takes. Yeah, some, on, some on black Elvis. people be like, he stole our shit. No, I mean, you want people to do your shit. You want people to cover your records. Right. I mean, that's what songwriting is for. Right. You want somebody else to do it. Now, they might have did it too soon and got more publicity than you, right. but that's the game you're in. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, he was just he, it was just what was happening. And a lot of pop stations wouldn't play R&B versions of it, but they play the Patty um, Elvis's, uh, what is his name, Pat Boone. He did a lot of our stuff. So at the same time, the black artists would have them out. Now, that hurt your feelings. Right. Wait, wait. It was wait, all crossover. I'm saying I'm I mean, sorry. that's really, wouldn't it be just straight racist at that point? All this shit is racist. Saying crossover sounds like it's... The whole system like, is, is right, that. Right. I mean, right. the whole system is that. Mm. I mean, we're still trying to evolve out right. of that, but everything has been that, trying to, you know, even it out, come on out of it and evolve into what we're fighting for now. Right. But yeah, that's what it was. I mean, that, but you know, it's just it's normal then. It's normal now, but it's not as bad as it was then. Because as soon as you got a hit record, the pop station can find somebody to do it, and they play theirs. Now that that wait, really wait, 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 you're going too fast. You saying as soon as you had a hit record, the pop stations will get when they would somebody would re, could, co could cover, cover it. it, and they play their version first. Oh, that's because that was the that what was, they knew could work in that and, time. And, and, and let me I just that's straight it, up and ask: what, That's what Elvis was doing. But yeah, I mean, he, that, they were the first. They like some of the first. So 
Yeah, that's what he was doing. Wow. You know, be, now in New York, Murray Decay, who's out of Brooklyn, he used to have shows with everybody on it. It'd be R&B singers, black and white and pop and everything before the stations broke themselves up into playing R&B, pop. Everybody tried to get their own niche. Right. That's when it separated into the real hard thing where you have to cross over to get to the pop station and get a hit record, right. but it still was in the hood only. Right. You know, you had to go right. through that until the underground stations, which was the FM stations at the time. What? No, the AM was the main station. AM was the main station. AM was, and FM was, nobody was on FM, but. I was fucking up our whole childhood right now. I mean, it's just not our childhood. Niggas is like, word? Jazz was jazz, gospel, rock, heavy, I mean, not heavy metal, but rock, underground rock. Not your average, just pop rock. They couldn't get on the underground station. They were the only ones that liked FM, because FM is bigger. FM had bigger. Thing, Bigger reach, right? AM was the hood. You ride across town, the station change on you. As soon as you get across town, it'll it was fade more localized, out. right? And then another, and then seventies. The, uh, I mean, FM started to become BLS. Probably was one of the first in New York. To yeah, to start becoming a uh, playing regular, which is the first I think had the hip, a hip hop show. Yeah, it was. Country, I mean, right? WWRL was the other station. Mr. Magic. It and played, it was right. the pop version. But when BLS come out, it was the big stage. And plus, they sounded better. It was right. in stereo. AM wasn't in stereo. Right. You know, the, wow. You could, AM was just two speakers playing the same thing. So was it just because AM was always just first and then FM was the new thing that well, started FM was, in? Both AM stations had an FM station. They, they had both of them, but nobody just listened to the Nobody had Crazy. no stereo rec- radios. Uh, it's the, it was the, the, what they were listening on. Yeah. It wasn't ready for FM yet. No, it wasn't. I mean, they were bigger stations, but you didn't get that. That stereo with the music travel from right, speaking right. to the other. And that became popular when Jimi Hendrix came out, the Beatles came out, and all those people that started playing with it. Mixing it like Mixing that. Mixing it way, like right. that when you started hearing shit running around. The, then FM became, started becoming popular in the 70s. Mm. Wow. Now, let me. I mean, groups like James Brown or us, we, we was always AM. It was straight AM. Mm. You know, that's why it was such good dance music. Mm. You know, James Brown's song, we just call him Two for 19 Cent because it, it was that tight, you know, real tight dance music. Uh. You know, you didn't want to, you couldn't listen to an album of that. Not right. even, it's hard to do that. Our first record, it get on your nerve, all that banging. But when FM come in, you can get the colors of the stereo and stuff. Mm. Then you actually appreciate it. Let me let me ask you real quick: Is there something to the, the the idea that they said that a lot of music popped off in the '70s, late '60s, and early '70s because of the soldiers coming back from Vietnam? That what they were listening to. That's what I. That's what we played to when we did mm. "Maggot Brain," "Free mm. Your Mind," "You Ask for Follow," "America Eats Its Young." Mm. Those were the songs that the soldiers came back saying that helped them through get the, through get through the tour. We was, we was playing to the war. I mean, we was getting that from the rock groups, you know, who from Europe who was talking about that stuff. So right. we peeped that, and we were able to do it. America eats this young provocative type concept about like biological speculation, right? Mm. You know, stuff like that. I was saying stuff that I knew was political or social, you know, not trying to be no preacher. Right. I always avoided that. Mm. You know, people want to, we did it just to bring it up to make you think. 
Mm. It was like more like what if. Right. Because we say some absurd things that I wasn't into, but just I know that people are, <laughs> are into. But we do it just because. For the shock value? Like public enemy shit. shock value. Just, just so just, uh, what if this was the case? Because right. there's somebody that's saying this. So we would mirror what the street is saying. That's what Got art it. do. Art usually yes. mirrors what society like, is yeah. talking about, what they're doing. And it ain't the artist. It's just this is what we see. Right, it's reporting. This is what we reporting on. Right. That's hip hop came along. It was doing the same thing. Same exact thing. With the same concept of playing the dozens. Mm. It eased that it dozens into news. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Even say uh, NWA. I was I was solo New York rap. With, I wasn't straight out of Compton. I wasn't even. Guys. But I wasn't even into L, the West Coast being. You know, hardcore gangster rap. That didn't, to me, it was like that. Well, they was into you being hardcore. Yeah, yeah but they I'm saying they the had, shit out of you. They had grass in the front yard yeah. and both parents' home. Yeah. I'm from New Jersey with concrete everything. Right. Seems <laughs> like you had to be in the projects to be that right. kind of. But, but out there, they had and grass and they still shit. so vividly. They yeah. did, to me, that's what that changed hip hop forever. They were telling the truth. Right. They was telling the news of what was going on. And I thought, Compton, I'm like, this ain't no ghetto. Uh, this look cute to me. I'm New York and the projects on Prince Street in Newark, uh, Fort Green projects in Brooklyn. Yeah, Fort that Green. was hard. I'll be square more. But, but sure enough, they, it was like shit that. was popping. It, it was popping yeah. off. Yeah. And to me, I was I began to be more afraid of being there, you know, because ain't nothing worse than somebody shooting at you. And, too scared to, you know, just just shooting. Right. right. And that's the way it was. They weren't, nobody wasn't versed in being gangsters. Right. That was just what was happening. Mm-hmm. And the, in New York, it was it was almost over by the time it was happening. Like that. You, police will tell you, man, don't make don't blow my job, man. Come on, to take I know you get lost your job and problem, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. You know, but they give you a break. Right. It was hard as hell in LA. Mm-hmm. Right. You wouldn't get no breaks. Yeah. Right. But um so let me ask you, you went, you went fishing one time in the Bahamas and you saw aliens? I went fishing lots of times in the Bahamas. No, but the, I ain't seen the aliens. I seen a UF, well, UFO, I don't know how to put it. Me neither. I mean, right now, it's the, the government is saying there's, there's no, 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 UAPs, me. UFOs. Oh, I, like it's I've a, been convinced of that. I'm so convinced of that. I'm really, Okay, but describe this moment. now. Any day now, I'm ready for that to jump off. That would not surprise me. But I'm saying what happened, he's talking about Boots and I was riding in Toronto, and we saw a, like a laser. Midday, right, mid, middle of the day, nice, right? Laser in daylight, that's a weird look. That's right. a thing, right? Yes. We saw it, hit the ground about a couple of blocks in front of us. We got there, didn't see. I said, what was that? He said, I don't know. So we drove another three minutes the same thing came down through. Now we're off the highway. We're on a, a secondary street. Come right down through the trees, two blocks in front of us. We see it right out of the sky and right through the trees. And hit, when it hit the ground, it looked like electricity splattering. It's popping. Okay, we see that. It landed on the same side of the street we were on. Next one landed in the same block now, in the same on the other side of the street. Mm. And I reached for the radio, you know, to turn down and look... And then the third one hit the car on the passenger side. It beat it up like, you know, like mercury in a thermometer. You know, what it, the mercury yeah, in I the thermometer. I do not know about mercury in a thermometer. Liquefied and like, yeah. liquefied silver, and, like liquid looking. And just dribble over the side of the car. Yes. 
Now, this is only like three minutes from where we just seen the laser. I mean, the one that looked like a laser. Right. This is like three I minutes. I love this story, right? But right. when we hit the car, our attention for like years, I didn't think about this for years, was on the fact that the street lights were going down. They were dimming. They were dimming. Right. They, it, you know, it was like the street lights was on uh-huh. and they were going off. The car lights was doing that, was was dimming. You could see all, way down two blocks in front of you, the lights going out and boots are driving. Say, what is it? I said, I don't know. Get the fuck out of here. It's <laughs> <laughs> normal We get reaction. about three blocks in this, and look to the left, you could see street lights on and it looked like traffic was moving. We get to the house, parked in the driveway, and don't say shit. We sat there for like three minutes. And my daughter walks out and says, wow, y'all look like y'all seen a ghost. <laughs> and he say, she said, you know, give me a hug, I'm going to bed. Now remember, I told you the weirdest thing about seeing it the first time that it was in daylight. Right. This was only like five minutes away from where that. Now it's dark? Now it's dark. And she's going to bed. So time lapse. So that means it's seven o'clock. Mm. We did not think about that for at least 10 years. You guys the, got abducted. We did not think about the fact that that time discrepancy from the first time we saw it to the street lights going out to her going to bed. I had to call Boots. I'm on the road years later. And said, when I thought about it like that, I said, what? What time did we get to Toronto? He said, 10 or so in the morning. I said, right. Um, when we saw the light the first time, I said, it was daylight. I said, Toronto. I said, it was daylight, right? He said, yeah, it was daylight. It was weird. That's what made it weird. Mm-hmm. That it was in daylight. I said, it's only three blocks from there to where the light hit the car. I said, why was the street lights going out? Mm. And why, why were they even on? And why was, yeah, right. why was Barbarella... Right. Going to bed at seven at night. He said, "Man, fuck you." He <laughs> said, "What happened to that time?" Uh-huh. We never thought about that. Which is classic it's, abduction stories. And I gotta ask: Was there any drugs involved? No, Sober. Sober. no, no psychedelic, no funkadelic. The thing is, mm-hmm. we had just come from Detroit. From okay. the studio, Ooh. had to come through customs. Because, you know, Detroit and um, Canada well, right there. Canada. <laughs> right yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Customs, very, which, very you know, close. Windsor yeah. went up forward. So we had to come through customs. We ain't coming through that custom with no drugs. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I had to go look for some after that. You're like, <laughs> that shit fucked you up so much. I respect no, that, that. That's, that's, that, and that was, oh, yeah, that, I believed in that. Anyway, I'm a Star Trek freak. Ooh. So all of that. I believe in anything. Yeah, you believe in ghosts too, right? You believe in aliens? <laughs> Wait, I believe in ghosts too, and I believe in aliens. I mean, one of them shits. One of them shits. I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested in it. Wow, man. Yeah, but like I said. So, you know, remember the time you was fishing and you saw aliens in Bahamas? <laughs> Nori remembers it. No. All right, because I seen the story where you were describing <laughs> where you was fishing. In the Bahamas. So you've been seeing aliens a lot. He hasn't seen the aliens though. He's seen he's seen lights in the sky. Whatever that situation was, we didn't get to see who was doing it. He he ain't (laughs) seen homie in there. I believe that shit. You believe that shit? Hell yeah. Oh shit. Oh man. So right now with the government saying all the stuff they're saying, that must be wild after you've seen something like that in the past. I'm I'm just waiting. I'm I'm been convinced of that shit. You know. Right. You know. You know Puerto Rico, they say they got the biggest alien shit going on. 
Nah, I'm, yeah, got, I'm not gonna they lie. Got, they got, they got the one big, coming out the water. They got a big thing. A big well, they chupacabra? Have a, no, bro. <laughs> chupacabra, baby. No, chupacabra's not real, man. Hey, li- hey. Chupacabra's you when you get too drunk. Hey. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Well, uh. Look, no, no, no. I wanna. I actually wanna go. I couldn't even. I was trying to go through a bunch of the records that sampled. Sampled you guys. Eighteen hundred records they sampled you. More than that. More than it's, it's like 20, it's more by now. It's like twenty six or twenty seven hundred. But look, let's, let's just say some some of the songs in hip hop, and this is just some. This okay. doesn't even scratch the surface. All right. Me, myself, and I, De La Soul. De La Soul. Two versions of it. <laughs> Dre Day, Doctor Dre. Who am I, Snoop? Come on, come on. <laughs> Dre Day, Dre Day. Which one is Dre? Dun, 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 dun. I mean, I'm probably the worst one to. Yeah, that was not good. No, it was better than your rendition. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get back to that. Right. Yeah. How to Survive in South Central Ice Cube. Okay. Classic. Gold Digger, EPMD. Mm-hmm. Stranded on Death Road, Dre. Oof. Funkin' Lesson, X Clan. Oof. You got. Strata Compton, which I said earlier, NWA, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I know you got Soul, Eric B, and Rakim. We had 12 songs in, in, in the Strata Compton. On that album? Um, Strata the, Compton, the movie. Oh, in the movie. Oh, 12. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, a couple more, a couple more. You got, uh, I said, uh, I know you got Soul, Eric B, and Rakim. Blue Cheese, UMCs, Static by J. Rue the Damager. Teacher, teacher, slick Rick, and I mean, I could keep going. To be honest with you, keep going, keep going. No, no, I stopped. At that. I stopped. I was writing them all. I was like, this is. I was going through records that I love, and I was like, oh man, oh man. I started writing them. Nah, that 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 is um. And I mean, and he's recorded records with Cube and Pac, and I'm sure there's a lot more than that. But in, in hip hop, we did a lot together. We did. We did. Matter of fact, we did an album together, uh, Children of the P. That was like one of their last ones. Were you close with Shock G? Yeah. And it's crazy because he, him, he was up. in Tampa and, and you live in Tallahassee now. Yeah, we, we did a lot of stuff together. Um, him, him and Pee Wee did stuff on our records too. He was really tight. You know, it sucks I, to say I mean, was. Before they, were, he, before he was, they was rapping, they had a singing group. Yeah, you said that yeah. earlier. They had a when band. You, and you remember the name of that band? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, uh. I do remember that Pac was dancing though. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Was he a good dancer? Huh? Was he a good dancer, Pac? Well, for that era, yeah. They, yeah, they, they, they Flat top, Gumby. Yeah. yeah. What, what was your take Hard on Pac dance. since you knew him from back then to to later on? He was an intelligent dude. Then, then, and, I mean, and they had such good good material as Digital Underground. Absolutely. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. You know, that. It was, it, was, it, it was creative, it was, very creative. And he was right for the time, whatever that time was. He was the one that, that that thing came through him. Whatever it was, he had the right tempo for whatever it was. You know, because I used to tell him, man, be careful, man. These police, they, they going to get you. They, you can't just shoot them in the booty and get away right, with after it. He's shot. I mean, even though you got out of it, I would, I'd be looking over my shoulders right. from now on. And... That's when he got in trouble with the girl, and you know everything. It's, it was just scary, but um, and it happened was, fast too, because people. It seems like a long time, but it, it all happened pretty yeah, fast. You know, but that era, I didn't trust nothing. You know, the government or what was going on, because I know they was trying to get rid of hip hop was more of a danger 
getting along, you know, like if East Coast and West Coast would have got together, that was a dangerous thing for the country as right. the authority was concerned. And I thought a lot of people was going to get played with that one. I was really worried about, are you with East Coast? What? That, I mean, that wasn't a concept. It wasn't a thing. You and, know, and, to and, me, and, everybody's got to be together. Right. And, and the thing about you is, your music is so bright and so <clears throat> so universal. I don't think, I think you're one of those guys that people think you're from out of the planet. Oh, yeah. You know <laughs> my, what I'm saying? My band, used to, my band used to try to get me to be a preacher, but uh, that was the acid. That was the, <laughs> I, I, I read a few books that had some positive shit in it, and that shit stuck. <laughs> it stuck what what it. book did you read, please, Tim? Do you remember? <laughs> I mean, I look at them now, they was just like, shit, you get in a magic store or some shit. You know, just, it just had, had that positive. Everybody uses it. Right. Every organization will use these certain principles, and, and they work, and they're real. Right. But nobody really... Like affirmations and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that type right, shit. Right. But I was on acid, and I believed the fuck out of it. <laughs> and, and to me, it actually worked now that I see. I avoided a lot of shit. But not being upset at shit, right? Because it actually, I was able to like write. Oh, that's I ain't got nothing. It ain't about me. I mean, I, I knew how to skate around it and I'd pick out the best sides of shit. Mm. And somebody I can always find the positive side of it. And the rest of it, I don't need that shit. If I ain't got the, it don't bother me that they do it. I just right. stay out of that part and I get the part that I need. Especially musician, right. you can't do no wrong if you're great. Right. I want the music to create the other bullshit. Right. I ain't got to sleep with you. Right. So you the know? ego and all of that, you're like, as long as you're great, got, as long can as you can play half I mean, off. you need an ego to do this business. You absolutely need to be an artist in any You just have to know art. how to reel that motherfucker in. You have to manage it. Because it'll work without you if you don't right. let it. The ego's the only thing that gives you the confidence to, to, to move forward and go out place. in front of people. Yeah, you just have to right. know. I'm, telling, I'm a ham. You know, I put it as simple as that. Right. I'm a ham, so I know I, I take pictures all day. I can show off like a motherfucker on stage. Right. But I know better than that shit, believing that I'm all that. When I feel like I need to say that, I go in the bathroom, you a bad motherfucker. You this flush the toilet, and leave that shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> so when you come out, when you come out... <laughs> <laughs> when you come out, there's gonna be some other tell you you ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. right. You know, and you got to deal with it. If right. you leave you, right. you your feelings hurt. Right. No, fuck that. I'm good. Nah. <laughs> nah, That's you know, awesome. you know what? Like I said, you know, when we when we when we locked this interview down, I just kept researching you, researching you. And the one thing that I noticed is artists throughout the years, sometimes they smile, get dimmer. And they, they don't, they don't, their smile doesn't seem the same. One thing about you is your smile got brighter. Hey man, when the pandemic came down, you know, I've been, like the painting, I've been doing that for, you know, doodling for a long time. Uh -huh. When the pandemic came out, we didn't have nothing to do. Mm -hmm. My wife bought me a bunch of canvases. Mm -hmm. I got in, in, in the house and we, I started painting. I've been doing so good with selling art lately. Wow. I mean, we, that's, that's your art right wow. there. We just did that a few minutes ago for y'all. Oh, I'm taking that home. <laughs> Jonah, Jonah, how, how you jacking all of us? Oh, we just split it, nigga. <laughs> but that's what that's that's what 
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And that's like so, I didn't even peep that. I thought that was like somebody writing graffiti because you know, um, yeah, he was doing know, graffiti. You know, um, you know, we racist and shit. So like, I thought it was a Spanish guy just here, just just going crazy. It was. It was a Spanish yeah. guy as well. Yeah, I was, yeah. I'm Puerto Rican. What's doing that? Yeah. Oh, that guy right there. All right. He's from around here in Miami. All right. He painted up the yeah, whole city. Come on. Oh, so you it. told him to do this and he just did it. No, he he been doing okay, this. So he was doing nothing. He was doing this. So break it down. So this is the funk. Is we got in full effect art, art bullies. Uh-huh. Him, Jonah, myself, and this got to do our album covers. Overton Lord, mm. art bullies. We've been doing this since Art Basil started around there. We was, right. She had us down here. You was coming here before Winwood was a tourist trap. Yeah, because that's when we was out. I used, to, I used to have a boat right over in the marina. Because this was this was the dirt back. Yeah. That's why the graffiti writers were out here because the cops wasn't coming. He was here. one of the first yeah. ones that had us down here doing that yeah. shit. God Police damn. was still running, running, running out of here. God yeah. damn. Now I come back now and look at the whole city is graffitied yeah. out. Graffitied yeah. out, art, with, with duck tours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, art bullies. But uh, so that's one of the things too that stood out to me about these albums that you were putting out. It was uh, the black superhero kind of themes theme. Yeah. Like it was like. 
And I think I remember you hearing Certainly. hearing you say some say something about those albums in the seventies, at least when I go and research it. And I think I mean he say, you know, the artist might die, but the character would never die. Mm. Characters never. That's, that was always one of my theories. Characters never. The Mickey Mouse and all that should be around forever. Yeah, but you ain't realize that's Mickey Mouse. Mickey's out of here. That's Mickey Mouse thirteen hundred. Yeah, you don't even realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the way I look at it. I try to do my characters like that, like say Atomic Dog. We got a we got a thing with the Q Dog that's coming out. That's coming out any minute now. Is the Q Dog's version of Atomic Dog? It's gonna blow. Ain't nothing but the dog, and I mean for real. For real. You gonna? I mean you gonna see some political shit on this? I mean the Q's be stomping on it, but we keep the characters alive. You know that. But 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 let me just reiterate what I'm trying to say. It was the black superhero characters that we had never seen. But you see a lot of them now, don't you? Yeah, now. You know, I mean, yeah. since Rwanda, I mean, Wakanda came Wakanda, out. Wakanda, yes. Yes, that, that came out, and yeah. now all these... And Hancock, let's just throw it All of that. I mean, uh, Reggie Hutton, uh-huh. we was working with him when he first got out of college. Mm. He'd been playing on doing P-Funk, and uh-huh. now Eddie Murphy's getting ready to do me. Mm. He's playing me Wiz Khalifa. Wait, 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 in Parliament and all that stuff, Neil Bogart. Wow. That'll be out in two or three weeks. Spinning gold. And Holy that's that's shit. and Wiz is playing myself. He did a pretty good job. I saw that. Why? And and was you smoking weed back then? Smoking weed. Oh, I mean, I think no, I wasn't smoking. We for smoking. life. No, we weren't smoking weed back then. Because no, I'm wondering, what is no, Wiz going to smoke? No, we was doing, we was doing, it was coke then. It was coke. Oh, okay. I mean, we, oh, we, 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 we were smoking weed. It little, was coke. The, the little bottles, you know, around your neck with the chain Wait up, tell me, I've never heard this. Well, tell me, wait up. You had bottles around your neck? You had a bump? Everybody had, I mean, that was Hollywood. Wait, hold on. Y'all had necklaces full of cocaine. Necklaces with little bottles. Remember cocaine? They didn't even, it wasn't, they didn't even it know what it was, so it, it wasn't, wasn't illegal. It was, I've never wasn't. heard a necklace full of cocaine, Cuban links. Yeah. That's, that's, oh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the original that's Cuban links. That's the original Cuban oh, links. Like, that's the yeah. Colombian links. Colombian links. Oh, that was, you know, and then, you know, it got so wild, and mm-hmm. pretty soon then everybody was doing lines, and mm-hmm. that became later on. We wasn't, it was, so Dainty. it started Dainty. out next. Little spoons and shit. Ooh. You know, <laughs> then people went crazy and started overdoing right. shit. Right. Because no one knew what cocaine was back then. Not, you knew what, not in the you knew hood. what marijuana was. Yeah, you knew not, not in the hood. Some people did. Right. People with money did. And then I feel like the people it that was came a, around, they went like this. It was a money they, thing. They, they moved their hands like this. Yeah. Like, you know right. it was like, like, yeah, it was like upper society was, <laughs> was doing Yeah, coke. upper, um, you know, like, yeah. you see the old classical people with their little, little yeah. toots in their yeah. ring. That's wild. And they'd be at the That's opera. Wild. Yeah, that was, at that, the opera. Was, that was a money thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they made it where it get in the street. But when it hit to the hood, the hood oh, fucked it up. Had to cook it. The hood had to cook it. Put water on The hood put Obey on that shit. Had baking soda. The hood don't put Obey and barbecue sauce. <laughs> I, I had a robe on with a, a box of baking soda on it. That was that was the, the that was like the emblem, you know. <laughs> I know that I was ignorant. Oh, no, I we, think you got me we, beat. No, we 
Because you did that. I had, you I had, had a Newport, had a Newport I, box. I, I, I diamond out a Newport no, I, chain. The whole box of bacon soda. The bacon soda you got me <laughs> beat. You win. That, you win. No, that, you win. <laughs> no, you win. It was, it was about, it's called getting fucked up. <laughs> and when you, when you get fucked up, you do fucked up shit. Right, right, right. And that's all it was. Everybody was out there who could get fucked up. Right. And who could do it to, you know, whatever the styling is. Yeah, yeah but it was, and look back at it, it was stupid, but I got out of it. I'm going to tell you my, 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 um, one of my first, not one of my first, but this is one of the first times I realized that Hollywood is different from New York was um, I had a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> And I wore my, my pack of cigarettes. I went to a Hollywood, uh, 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 just a Hollywood party, right? I don't like know. a networking thing? Yeah, just a Hollywood party. And I had a pack of cigarettes. I put on a pack of cigarettes. And a white dude came up to me and said, hey, man, I'll give you an eight ball for that. <laughs> yeah. He said, take the whole cigarette. thing, buddy. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like. I've seen that. <laughs> Like he wanted a whole he wanted whole, a cigarette a cigarette. He wanted a cigarette better than motherfucker. He, had, he, had he wanted balls. a whole eight ball. God damn, we looking good. Come on, let's let's go over there. Throw some tablas in there. Come Fly on, you gotta work, brother. You know we fly him in from Peru just to roll blunts. Oh man, Peru. Yeah. Just, uh, but we don't just, fly him in from Peru. Yeah. He lives in America. Oh, Peru. <laughs> we fly him in just to roll blunts. He's Peruvian though, but I was like Peruvian. You say I was thinking yeah. we. He did. He did ride yeah. him on a llama though. Yeah. And he just he just comes here to roll blunts and wrestle uh, pigeons. <laughs> He's a luchador. And, and wrestle fl- flamingo pigeons. Peruvian weed. Yeah, no, yeah. That's our brother Boris right there, Beats in the Hood. He's a producer, actually. Look at the Brickle Boys. Came in with the goddamn thing. <laughs> so, so what is your favorite part of the game? Is it to make the record or perform the record? Wow. Probably performing it, but I, when, when I get a chance to make it, uh-huh. Under the conditions I like to make it in, mm. I enjoy the hell out of that because right. I do lots of crazy things, mm. try all kind of crazy shit mm-hmm. with all different ways. So I like making it too, but I like performing it. Yes. That once, you know, when we get on the stage, that's second heaven for me. I, mm. But but you said you prefer analog over digital, right? But now with all the things you could do with digital, when you are recording, is there anything about digital you love that you could manipulate and do all these different sounds easier than you could with analog? Well, yeah, you can do a lot of stuff just faster and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and then the, the editing stuff that you can do. Right. I mean, you just you don't have at, to cut you tape. Can look at the scope <laughs> and do it. That's that's not even fair. Not auto tool. We had to like. And you literally had to cut tape. tape you had to cut the tape. Right. Little pieces of tape. We had, right. we had tape all around, a beat everywhere. And if you put it upside down and put it back in there wrong, it's backwards for a second. Then you take it out and turn it right. over. You, we had tape. You had to cut up everything. Now you just look at the scope and the engineer I got now, he, don't even, have waves. To he don't even have to listen at it. Right. He can give me an ED off a word just by the scope, the specs on right. the thing. That's that's easy, but the feeling of it, right? Now the analog, the feeling of two inch tape, yeah. Yeah. is a whole nother thing, and it's heavy as a motherfucker. Yeah, even especially when they sample it, if they sample it off a record, as opposed to the tape. Yeah, that shit is hot. I mean, when you listen back, you sample something like listen at say Run DMC. That was some hot shit. I mean, right. you know, like damn. The bottom on that, and if they put an 808 on right. that shit, it ain't the same as nowadays they do it. It's still feel good. It's a whole other thing. Did, did you ever hear, there's um, a quote 
uh, DJ Quick, I think he was on Talib's uh, podcast, him, and Quick said something about he felt that recording analog and on and on tape that it, it the because of the magnetism that's mm-hmm. going on there that it's it's capturing the energy in the room. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, I and, believe I, so. and I and I believe that as yeah, well. No, there's, so. Yeah, there's a there's a thing they actually you can actually record the sound of an empty studio. We just record the... Imp- Which is like static. That's, yeah, that's magnet. Just, just the empty right. studio and put that on a track and have a track of just that empty studio in there and record the drums somewhere else. Put them, when you mix it, mix them together. It's not like the drums played at this studio. Mm. Wow. Certain, certain studios... Certain what the studios, fuck certain, am I learning here, Certain yo? studios have their own you know, ambient right. sound. We just put mics up in the studio and record the studio, naked studio... And then go and put anybody that's crazy. anywhere else. <laughs> it's cheating you. I recorded this at United Sound because the studio have a sound of its own. Right. I mean, and it worked almost. I can tell any record. I'm not can't tell any record, but I can pretty much guess when something was recorded at this studio. I just know that vibe. You know the the ambience and you could be like this. Record that record plant. Yeah, United, I, I used to be able to do that. Yeah, record plant was easy to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I lost that shit. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, because everything everything is digital. Yeah, yeah, same. after digital, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to be like, this is a hit factory. This is the criteria. Yeah, yeah. Sony. This yeah, we, is like, yeah. We mixed Atomic Dog at Criteria. Criteria here, here in Miami. Yeah. Am I, that's how you know you. That's how you know you're super legend. That's original. Yeah, it's before that's Hit Factory. Now Hit Factory. Yeah, yeah. But no. It was Criteria. That, yeah, know. we recorded when you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was Criteria still. Yeah, right, thank you for making me feel old. I yeah. respect yeah. you, bro. We the same age. Relax. <laughs> yeah, eighty-two. Eighty-two. Wow. Oh, a little nineties. Yeah, BG, but, uh, BGs was in there doing that time. Ooh. So uh, the BGs were recording there? Yeah, BGs was living there. I mean, they live out here. But they were living yeah, in yeah. that studio at the time. They didn't have their own place then. Mm-hmm. Betty Wright. Oh, they were literally living there. Yeah. Yeah. Betty Wright was Betty living Wright, there. Betty Wright. Yeah, her and her husband. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, this is and criteria is like it's in it's it's not it's like in the a hood. Nice it's across the street. Oh no, no, it's up. It's it, never been. I don't think that's ever been a nice area. <laughs> it's been an industrial area forever. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was deep back then yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah, back then I could imagine it's a little crazy. Yeah, that was doing, that's when Miami Vice was out. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine yeah, everywhere. Cocaine Cowboys. Yeah. That was that was that was that time. The eighties was crazy in Miami. <laughs> that was that time. I, I used to live Did you still have the little, the, the little necklace? <laughs> no, your necklace got bigger then. I, I used to live at the Sheridan Four Ambassador. I think it might call it Intercontinental now. Yeah. Oh, pulled y'all call. Right downtown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's still there? Uh-huh. I used to live there. Uh-huh. George Bush Sr. used to oh, live there. Right. He was living there. When he there. was the CIA director? When he was CIA. Yeah, he used to he used to live in the. I'm on, yeah, you was living with on, the CIA director. I, I forget. I'm just talking to y'all. We on live. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, we ain't never had no George Bush senior story. No, Jesus. No, no, no. We, yeah, we used to live. I used to live there and go fishing from there. All of all of. I didn't even know George Bush senior lived in 70, Miami. Must have been during his 70, Noriega days. Six, seven, and eight. I born in 77, just so you know. So I was there with y'all. I'm 75. In my mind. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah, that's when the you, Miami Marina was right at the park there. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You were really like like fishing, like fishing. Oh, no, I, I, we, Boots and I, every time we get a hit record, we was down here and we'd go over to Bimini. we take the boat over to Bimini. Sea aliens. Huh? And sea aliens. And sea aliens. You, you heard about the Bimini, what is it, the, in the water, they got the, the stones? You heard about that? No, no. They got these stones that they say they think is like part of Atlantis or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Mad random. Nah, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I want to see some aliens in Benimi. In Benimi? Yeah, in Benimi. I want to go again. I, like, I love Bahamas. Bahamas is a beautiful place. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful place. And y'all been going to the Bahamas for years. I eat too much conk. Conk. Conk fritters. I've been eating conk fritters off the chain. I had conk coming out of my ears. I ate so much. <laughs> and the first day I got a chance to get some, some soul food, they gave me a Bahama Mama. A drink? A, a drink, drink, right? And now it was hot, and I thought it was, you know, Kool-Aid. Uh, okay, and it's hot outside. You're going to feel oh that even more. Oh, my God. I thought I had taken two times of yellow sunshine. <laughs> that shit. I mean, it had your head. <laughs> I mean, everything. And we, we was at a dinner two with the president. That was back president of the Bimini. And they said, a we president. got one. Because I was in... Somebody take me home, y'all. I don't think I'm going to make it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he announced it loud to everybody at the table. I think we got one. <laughs> so they had to take me home. I missed the dinner with all the good... Uh, <laughs> President yeah. Bimini. Of Bimini, okay, yeah. Okay, all right, cool. And you said yellow mustache? Was that yellow? Was that no, yellow sunshine. Was that mescaline? No, that was... LSD 25. Damn, I ain't taking LSD 25? I, I took best. When, when that I shit got surging, a number, you know it's real. I, LSD 25. Lysergic <laughs> diethylamide. What? Lysergic diethylamide. That's a hell of science. Oh, that's what LSD stands for? Yeah. Oh, I that's didn't a real, know. That's a real. That's I real. thought it was just a nigga named LSD. No. <laughs> They named it out there. Yeah. Like, oh, go ahead, nigga. Uh, oh, and, and doing that, and we was in Boston at the time that the Timothy Leary and Bobby Brown sampled you too, right? Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah I, I did live things with them. Okay, yeah, we, they went on tour with us on their first tour. So you know, in Bobby Brown book, he fried chicken with cocaine. I, I can dig it. <laughs> No, we, I think I think they we, cha- that, we, that story was messed up, bro. We no, did. he said it on Mike no, Tyson's shit. No, he admitted to no, it. No, he changed no, the story up. No, no, he, he admitted. He said it on Mike Tyson. He didn't say he purposely cooked it. No, he thought it was flour. I, I never said it was on purpose. Oh no, I know. But I just said he fried cocaine. No, no, he thought it was flour though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I I never I know that part. No, but it's the way we've always said the story. Oh no, sounds like he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, let, let, you ain't never fried no chicken oh, with no, cocaine. Huh? You ain't never fried no chicken with cocaine. No, 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 but I've seen it done. Seen you it. seen it done? I've seen somebody. Damn, I didn't do everything. <laughs> but like I was saying, we were, we were Wait, in the, about what? Like I said, we were in the Boston area when Timothy Leary and them discovered the LSD thing. When that, okay. that whole thing, when the FBI was searching for him during the... 70s? Yes. We were in Boston during that time. Because that was in the university, right? They, university. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Matter of fact, that's what we got to ask from those same kids where you could actually, they pay you $60 to, to take it and watch it for four hours. 
Because they were testing well, it. was like Pineapple they, they, Express. You never seen the movie? Yeah. Pineapple Express, not, they get you high and they, the they want it to you. Yeah. Oh, well, they was doing that with LSD? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, what, that's oh. where it was at. And we was we had just gotten into Boston. Like the, No, that was 68. That's right, 68. Oh, my God. And so Led Zeppelin and, and, and those groups came through the 68. That was the really the psychedelic. And they got put onto it here. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow, that changed music. That was my experience with acid and that whole time. And LSD and acid is the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. They ain't cousins. They like- Matter of fact, the guy came to Miami, uh, what was one of the other professors, and he had a show here. The, the, he had the, a show? Remember Flipper? <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the Dolphin? The, the, yeah, the, 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 the Dolphin, the guy that did that, had that show? Right. Uh-huh. That was an undercover show for the scientists. Wait, the show was undercover? It was undercover. That show was a cover for them doing Dolphin studies. On with them with, doing LSD? No, no, the dog, oh. the same guy that did the LSD in New York. Right, guys came here and had that show Flippers, and it was cover. You can check it on. It's on the internet. He, the uh, uh, Flipper was a cover for them studying dolphins and using them in the until they started using them in the government during war. Oh, because they were doing the bomb things. Yeah, and all that. that's, yeah, what, that's yeah. when he quit. That's when he let them loose. Right, be right down to Secretary. I mean, the aquarium. Yeah. Wow. But they didn't get a Dolphins LSD. Huh? Might as well. well they, I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, they probably His did. His name, dude named John C. Lilly. Check him out. John C. Lilly. And then that's and how the Timothy Flipper started Lilly. flipping. Yeah. <laughs> flipper started talking. Oh, flipper Makes sense. Talking. Flipper, yeah. talking. flipper was talking. <laughs> flipper said, what's up, man? Flipper, flipper came out the water. <laughs> but that was just a cover. That all that stuff was That's covered. crazy. The real story was they was training the dolphins to put the bombs on them. Right. And he let them loose. That was the big scandal. Wow. And they, he found out that the government was doing that. He turned them loose. Now, Atomic, bo- um, Atomic, Atomic Dog, dog um, uh, took out Billie Jean as yeah. the number one. Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. Michael Just Jackson, anybody Billie listening, Jean. I'm so sorry, in case people don't know, Billie Jean is not my lover. She's not the girl. Says that I am the one. Yeah. But the kid <laughs> is not my son. That's you took that shit out. Yeah. Atomic Dog. Wow. But, you know, at the time, that um, was it MTV? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could. It, they wouldn't put it on MTV. They wouldn't put yours on MTV. Right, but Mike, they got um, Billy Jean on there. That was he was pop locking. That's when they first got. Yeah, you know, and then Prince got on there every time after that. AT and T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right. And then you you came and took it had the number one position. Yep. Got With, without voice. MTV? Without MTV. That's, wait, that's that's the platform. That's what we need to clap for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't need MTV. Oh, no, we didn't need... Right. I mean, and it's still... And the record company told us, it's not going pop. Then Michael would call you and be like, it's beef, nigga. <laughs> oh, no, I'm bad. No, I'm he, sorry. I mean, he'd say... Well, no, yes, Latoya, I was doing a radio show with Latoya. <laughs> with Latoya Jackson. He called up and say, what is this hair doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is this hair doing? Right. You know, because that's when I just got the, the color braids in there. Right. And right. he had heard about it. <laughs> he said, I'm here for George Clinton, you know, blah, blah, blah. What is this hair doing? <laughs> I heard about it. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. And what made you say, I'm taking the, the hair off? I'm. Uh, you, <laughs> 80 years old. I'm. Goddamn, goddamn. Goddamn. Ain't, ain't no better reason. That shit's not falling out by itself. <laughs> oh. do, you, do you see yourself as a rock star that you are? I know you know, I know that I am, but I don't like to, like I say, look at it like that. I got plenty of time to do that later. Right. right. You know, when you start looking at it, then you can get satisfied. I mean, not the egotistical side No, no, of it, I mean, just, just actually like, paying attention to right, it. Right, right. I know. I mean, I, can, I know what I've done. I know all of the history. But, you know, you know, you start dwelling on that. It's easy to get lazy right now. Right, right. I mean, I don't like to get lazy. Yeah, you're like, I ain't done. I'm 80 years old. I need an excuse to stay down. Uh. And if I start doing that, you know, I mean, I, every once in a while I binge on YouTube and look at some of the shows. My wife do a lot of the filming and stuff, so I actually have to look at them a lot lately. Right, right. But you can get off into that and say, shit, I ain't moving. <laughs> uh, another joint, but I don't want to do that. I want something to provoke me and, and let me try my ass to do it again. Right. You know, and that's what we're doing. We're actually having fun doing tours now, with the, especially with the, new, the younger band. Have to keep shit. And it's family. That's the, what's, it's up, family. what's amazing so that's about That's the it. other thing you got to do. Right. 
transfer this shit to them for them to keep doing it. That is generational wealth, what you're doing. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to make sure right. is recognized. Like I say, with Ben Crump being the head of our foundation of, of Protect Your Legacy, right. that's what we're doing for all other artists, showing them how to protect their legacy. And there is a thing called uh, family you know, wealth. Right. And if you do it from that point, they can't use that legal term that is, is past um, statute limitation and all that legal term that you can't come and get your shit. Right. Mm. You can. Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah, you can. You know and you should. And you should. <laughs> right. And so, and, and, um, and the thing is to do it, do it and, you know, not, I ain't mad at nobody. Just, uh. just do it. Right. And that's what's happening right now. That's an uh, inspiration for me. Actually, fighting and getting the copyrights back while I'm painting, I had all that, all that shit on the internet. People love that kind of content right. when they're seeing you on the internet. I'm in the garden. My wife got a garden. I'm out there picking potatoes and shit. People love that kind of shit to see an old motherfucker out there doing living, 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 living. So I had all that with the old songs that I got back that they never heard. I'll be playing, when I came in and heard y'all playing that, that old mm. shit, mm. I was like, damn. I worked the records that we put out years ago that people don't even know about. Mm. When they hear them, they're like, when did that come out? It came out, you just missed it, but it's still here. Mm, so right. I like participating in all the social media. You know, that's just like going to the radio station. So you fuck with TikTok? I fuck with all of them. Right. I don't <laughs> fuck with TikTok. I fuck with all of them. They're, I can't stand it. You know, I fuck with all of them. I, mean, <laughs> I ain't trying to get commercial with them. Right. I like to play with them because right. it's, it's the kitty shit. The old motherfuckers used to get in there and try to make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you got to, um, you fuck with Twitter? Yeah. Right. Twitter's the most neg negative, best place in the well, world. I don't, I don't actually get on. I don't get on Twitter and, and uh, or Facebook is when I don't get. No, no, I don't uh, get on there and fuck around. See, Instagram, you gotta show you a picture. I don't really like it. Yeah, I Facebook, you gotta show you a picture. I don't really like. it. Yeah, Instagram, I just go on there and talk shit. I got no haircut. I'm just in. I'm just on the bathroom. I'm like, hey, what's up, motherfucker? Instagram. No, no, no. Twitter, Twitter. Okay. And then someone will be on here like, yo. Kamala ain't brush her hair. And you're like, what a minute? You just talking about the vice president? Like, how are you talking about the vice president? God damn it. And then you just go. I don't, the, get, in, I don't yeah. get no conversations. No politics. Uh -huh. No politics for you? Oh, I watch them all day, but I don't get, <laughs> I don't get out here and talk about them. Yes. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's some other kind of thing right now. Cause Joe, I watch the hell out of them. Because Joe Biden, I'm not sure if he here or there. No, he's my boy. He your boy? He my okay, boy. Okay. Him and Kamala, they my, okay. them ain't nothing. Right, so I'm, I'm going to refrain. Ain't no choice. Yeah. You know, so I don't even like. You're like, they, no other. There's no other choice right now. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to just say one thing. The other day, they walked Joe Biden out, and he just kept walking. You ain't see it. <laughs> the nigga just kept walking. Oh, no, he got, a, he got another kind they of style. But no, he, he's on it. <laughs> Now there's a lot of things like yo, you saw Joe, Joe Biden's wife kiss Kamala. Yeah, like, that's what the fuck I don't is know going if that's on. I don't know if that's fake or real. Yeah. That shit was weird. <laughs> yeah, she kissed him. I saw it. <laughs> I don't know what kind of parties that happen. No, but I'm, I'm used to I'm used to uh, French, Italian. They go down. 
Modelo's kitchen. Yeah, yeah, but they're neither right. French nor Italian. Huh? Yeah. They're not French or Italian. No Latino, neither. They're one Latino. As long as I see people do that, they ain't no big. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I did, I kid you not. I've been places where I've seen two men kiss and they just. And they're like, what up, homie? Like, Italians will do that. Wherever you go, there's things that people do that's so different that you get lost. I mean, you try to eat some beef in India. Oh, yeah. Right. No, no, that, no, that's no, a, no. That's as uh, bad as you say somebody eat a dog that. here. Right. Yeah. You know, so it just depends on where you at. You know, right. and, and after a while, it's just like, damn, I guess they ate everything. No, that's, that's very true. Yeah, I guess yeah. in Washington, D.C., yeah. kiss, kiss everybody's hard, husband and wife. It's hard actually to, you know, get over that at certain things because we've been so programmed. Right. But I realized if you starving and hungry... You you do all that shit you oh, said you, you would do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and some people think they're starving before they're starving. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we uh, talking enough yet? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. We not done yet. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, Jesus, my wife calling me. <laughs> uh, right. On on right now. Okay, this is this is this is something that we touched on earlier, but I got this in my notes. When you did flash lights, they actually be performed with flashing lights in. Oh, uh, the concerts? The people? Yeah, the people. Oh, my God, yeah. Because this, this is like thousand lightning bugs. Because now when hip-hop, when yeah. you say put up a lighter, they, they, they put up a lighter. Was, so you're telling me you invented this. They have flashlights. Let, 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 let me give you your props. Let me just give you your props. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know how when they say put your phones up. Right. Put your, your lighters, lighters up. up. Right. So your record, people, and again, remember, flashlights were like 18 pounds back then. And they had D batteries. You could kill a nigga with this shit. A couple D batteries. It was literally a weapon. Bang! You hit a nigga with this. They had the sabers too. I mean, and they had the springs that was eighteen pounds. Yeah, it was a lightsaber. They had the lifesavers too. That Star Wars came out right when we put Mothership out. Star Wars came out the same year, a couple of months later. And you start performing this. These motherfuckers out there with flashlights. Flashlights. Coliseums and. Stadiums, ninety thousand people and shit. Wow, ninety thousand people. You said you saw ninety thousand Afro Chicago Soldiers Field. There was seventy five thousand Afros. <laughs> Come on, we got yeah, humble right. artists today. One, humble two, artists today. Three. Let's all make some noise. But look, look, look. We got a humble artist today. We have the humble artist today. That think that 20,000, ooh, you that got 10,000. He was doing 90,000. Yeah, you got 90,000 people in the audience. With flashlights. With flashlights. That can kill people. And they brought a flashlight. It's basically like we, holding a door. We, we sold them to It's 18 pounds. We sold them. We had, I mean, we. And you sold them. The, that was merch? That was merch. Holy shit. That was merch. Make some noise for that. Oh, my God. Oh, matter of fact, the, the merch, you know, Prince movie, um, Purple Rain? Purple Rain? Yeah. You know the guy on the club? Mm-hmm. Billy, Billy Sparks? Think so. That was the guy that sold the, spa- the, sold the, the flashlights. It was Billy us. Sparks' flashlights? That, it, it was Parliament <laughs> flashlights, but he was the one that was doing the merch that time before he got with Prince. Wow. Matter of fact, we, half of Prince's band was with us, on the, um, you know, merch people. Went to work for him. God damn it. <laughs> This is so crazy. Did you speak to De La Soul? You know, De La Soul just recently got back their whole yeah, catalog. Yeah, yeah, we're working at it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you spoke to them? Okay. Yeah. They, right. they, matter of fact, they were one of the first ones that's, that when they sampled it. That was the beginning of the sample issue. They paid us right 
Tommy Boy paid us. Okay. Dim and Digital. Tom Silverman. Dim and Div- Digital Underground. Both uh, of them. Oh, because Digital Underground was on Tommy Boy as they well. They was on Tommy Boy right. too. Those are the two that paid us the first time that they were sampling. We didn't know what people were doing. We were using the record. We didn't know how you're supposed to get paid or what. Oh, the label paid you, but then Daylight got screwed on their royalty. They got screwed later yeah, on. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. We both so, got, so, it was a good thing for we you both got screwed. in that, in that no, they, situation. They only paid us the first time, but by the time they got screwed, we both got screwed together. I'm saying it was but, new for everybody, so yeah, the label new. was able to pay you, they was paid the but first then the time. hip-hop artists, it was all new in that situation. Yeah, and they nobody got, knew how to pay. Right, right, but, right. And then they actually, but they charged the artists. They told them they was paying us. They were taking out of their royalties oh. and telling them that they gave it to us. That's why I told Snoop. Right, that's why they didn't get the royalties. Let's do the, the royalty statement party. If they took it out of your royalty, they didn't give it to me. It should be on my royalty. Mm. Wow. Oh, so now. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Because publishing was, shouldn't be taken out of the, the artist's royalty. They did all Well, of, I mean, it's all. Not, the pub, not just the publishing, the fact that you sampled the record. Right. That's another thing. Now, your master have another master in it. Mm. It's not the publishing, but it's the publishing of it's the master. It's part of the writing credit. And the ownership of the master. Right. The record itself, the writers get their part of but the person that sang the song or played. But you see, this is why people like you and a lot of people need to learn more about this because That's it's so complicated. Right. I had a lawyer one time that he told me that the people that created the mathematical equation for publishing were rocket scientists. And I don't know if he was joking. No, they're the same ones that did the same ones that did um uh sharecropping. You know, with the farmland. Right, right, right. It's the same theory as that shit. Which is all they loan you some money and you never pay them back. Right. Everything that you give them is against some advanced shit. You know, and, which you'll never see back. And you'll right. never recoup. And it costs you a fortune to get lawyers to, to play right. with them on that. You will always be now. In debt. You can get it back because of the thirty-five years, uh. and they'll still beat you if you don't know what you're doing. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. But you can get on YouTube now, and if all that shit, all that information is there. But like I said, we're doing a thing called protect our legacy, and we're gonna have. Announce every club, year. Right? We're gonna announce. We're gonna announce every year whose song is due back to them. Cause yeah. every year, somebody's song is due back to them. Or album. Or, or album. album. Yes. We're gonna find That's out. Fire. Let me be a song part of this. Is due, What about the pieces of the songs? Like you're saying, the the, right, the samples of the song. Yes. All of that. All of that come back. Like to you. I think that needs to be simplified for people. Oh yeah, dude. They, because they I need to that's tell the problem. you. They need to tell you when it's done. You know, like the copyright place should tell you. Somebody just used your song. They just sound. They they can do that, but they don't right. want to do that. They're gonna do it once he make it a um, um, civil rights thing, which is what it's gonna be. You know, that's going to happen in everybody because there's a lot of hip-hop money out there that the people get And I think we paid. need more sampling in hip-hop because I think that was... they scared to do it because they was, got sued so That's much. what made hip-hop, that's what gave the soul to hip-hop. Yeah, it was. And when you took it out, it changed hip-hop. Yeah, it's scared. And when they got scared to sample stuff, that changed everything. And the fact that, scared the fact that don't right many now. people make vinyl records, too, right. has something to do with ain't many records to scratch. Mm. We're going to have to start making... Records just so you can scratch them. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you the first time I actually, besides me, you know, um, questioning my contract, the first time I ever, and it was, 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 wasn't called an audit, it's the first time I ever see my, my record label, it was something going on that was, wasn't right, was I looked at it and they spent 
800,000 overseas budget. Back then, we didn't have an Instagram. We didn't have a Twitter. They spent 80,000? 800,000. That's what they told me. They told me they spent 800,000 because they made my record go number one in Europe. And everywhere else. So they said that they spent this. The marketing budget. The marketing budget. That was always... They charged you the marketing budget That's where they always took it from. So back then, I I, I knew something was wrong about this. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, is this Def Jam? This is Tommy Boy. Oh, okay. This is Tommy Boy. Tommy Silverman. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, it wasn't him. It it was... The label. Penalty at the time. Let's just say it was... It was one of them. It was them (laughs) together. When they was together. Penalty and Tommy Boy. And I was asking them, I was like, can you show me proof that you spent this money in Amsterdam. Can you show me this money? Can you spend this money yeah. in Japan and such and such? Back then, we didn't have an Instagram. So whatever they showed me, it was sufficient That was the for proof me. that they, yeah. And you couldn't... It's no you way couldn't argue the proof. It's no way they could have been spending that money there. But we couldn't... So that's the one thing I, I will give to social media, Instagram, TikTok... Is they can't do that no more. They can't say to me, "Yo, I just spent one hundred fifty thousand oh, yeah, for you, you in Japan and Tokyo, and I got somebody in Tokyo that I could hit on Instagram or Twitter and say, did you see that poster? You know what I mean?'" And um, so that's the that one. Ad, th- right. That's the one thing. So um, that that was the one time that I actually started to see like, holy shit, these people are. I don't want to say lying, but let me just be honest. They were lying. Mm-hmm. Right. They were lying. There was not no other way to say it. And I never recouped that album. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I'm to still recoup. in the red. That's why it's hard to recoup. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't even recoup. You can go bankrupt, and, and right. they still tell you you're unrecoup. still old. Yeah, no, because you're bankrupt. Supposed to wipe that shit out. Right. Yes, right. But if you ain't paying attention, they still, they still will charge you ten years later. You unrecouped. I mean, is wow. it far fetched to say if you look at the history of record labels in the music industry, it's a racket. It was always a racket. Oh, it was always a racket. It's actually better now. I mean, it's actually a it be, because corporate America got involved. Yeah, it's a so little, in, the, in the beginning, oh, it, was it was a straight, racket. It was straight street underworld that shit. That was dope. Right, right. And using the word master was even fucked huh? up too. Using the word master, master, the master record. The, the, no, no, using the word master for the for the master. Uh huh. That was even like. Ugh. A well, that, well, that's, that's the master record. That's that was it, the first record. Yeah, the original, the original the record. record yeah. No, no, no. You're taking that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's master. Yeah, yeah. It's not massa. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. My fault. You're right. You're right. It's no, me going too far. My bad. I watched too many Malcolm X movies. My bad. I'm bugging out. I'm bugging out. Just alcohol. My bad. But I think we're reaping the industry is reaping the the. Not, I don't want to say the benefits. It's reaping the history of what it was. It was always a racket. It, it was. It was, it was like an right underworld now. racket. Was, they call it cash cow. Right. It was so. You know, street. You know, you you made the records on the street. You went and sold them. You got some. You sold them to the stores. Right. It was a hustle. You know, and they just made it. Learn to make it civilized and a business. And it's getting to be that. Believe me, because you look around and see all. They talk about billionaires. We were you weren't even a thousandaire right. in my day. A millionaire was out of the reach. But now you talking about billionaires. So it's going somewhere. But the artists aren't becoming billionaires. Yes, they are. Not in the music side of it. Well, they doing the, they becoming billionaires, not necessarily just off the music, off of the entire thing around them. Right. Their right. whole brand, like Rihanna, 
Beyonce, Jay Z. But they had to branch out. I'm just saying. Oh, no, you have to branch out. They give, but it gives you the opportunity to branch. No, out. the opportunity is there. I'm just saying that that infrastructure that started the music industry still comes from that shady place. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. and it's still shaking it off today. Okay. Yeah, but like I said, that 35 years of getting your masters back or getting your copyrights back, that's a Johnny step. Right. That mean that means you can actually go in there and get your thing, and you can get paid for the licensing of that from now on. Right. That, they didn't have that before. You didn't get it back. You said in forever into perpetuity and all that kind of shit. Now you can actually get it back, and but you got to know how to work it. What was publishing when you first started? Like, was publishing already established? Yeah, I mean. Joe Bett was the best, biggest publisher in the world. That's Motown. All those songs that came through Motown, they were like the biggest. Columbia was the second, you know, Screen Gym. Right. It was the second biggest worldwide publisher. They did movies and soundtracks. So there was always a structure there for pop music, classical music and stuff. Just that rock and roll was like hip-hop. It was, which, a, so which people, was a street thing. For people that don't understand, rock and roll wasn't a white genre originally. Not at first. Not right, at first. Right. But L- they, Richie invented that shit, right? No, I'm just not. Because people, no, people think of rock and roll, they think of these like but, heavy metal bands or something no, like no, that. No, 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 no. That, <laughs> right, right. That's rock. The rock and roll. Now, I mean, Jerry D. Lewis was my favorite when it comes to rock and roll version of that, mm. the white version of that. Right. Elvis was cool because he made it, and, and you you got to give people props that made it. Right. It worked for him. But Jerry Lee Lewis, he came to the Apollo Theater and turned it out. Right. You know, I mean, folks was like, damn, who is this mama? Mm. And, you know, he was... He was that, he had a real vibe in his ass. He was a crazy motherfucker. He called himself the the, the killer. I mean, he's, he's, he had a hell of a story, mm. you know, but he was all of that rock and roll thing for me from the 50s, you know, and then you got a lot of good ones after that. The pop side of it, like I said, is going to be the Beatles once they got really... That's why people keep asking me a Beatles story for you. Huh? A Beatles story from you. Oh, the Beatles, like I said, that was just... Just like John Lennon, Paul, you took acid Ringo. With them? No, I, no, I never even met him. Because I, I mean, him. I met George Harrison. I met him. You know, mm. they all were their own entity in whatever that was. Mm. That took rock and roll to another. But place. they weren't even rock and roll originally. Well, they were basically they were until the George Martin started producing them and putting all those classical strings and things behind them. Right. Then they became something other than a rock and roll. Their first records, their records without all the strings and things, is basic rock and roll, simple right. rock and roll at that. Right. Oh, when they were suited up, they were they were rock and roll though. They there. was there, but but then George George Martin actually performed, put symphony stuff over there. Over their music. They became more eclectic. Very eclectic. Right, right. I mean, to the point of almost jazz. And because the classic, it was symphony. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it was still rock and roll. Right. Mm. And they had all the elements of what rock starring was. And they had different styles of real good music. Whenever somebody else did their songs, it really worked. When Aretha would do Yesterday or Ray Charles would do Yesterday, their song was conducive to serious R&B singers, right? You and you can their song worked very well, but they were the ones that just gave it all that class, and it was something to shoot for. And that's what we did. We did not want to be a regular band. We wanted to be a 
a thing. An extraordinary band. We call it the <laughs> Parlor Funkadelic Mint Thing. We could be anything we wanted to be. We didn't have to get... You, you could or, morph into whatever into you wanted whatever to be. The, and nobody wouldn't say that ain't your bag. You were on genre. We didn't want to be in a bag. Right. We wanted to be in like Sun Ra. Just do music and people say, hey, that's weird. But when you do get one, it's be like, oh, it stands by itself. Like Atomic Dog. There's nothing... We couldn't even do another Atomic Dog. Mm. Nobody can. You know, there's... No, that's never going to happen again. That was just one of those stories, you know, where I walked in and I thought, that, you know, high as hell. <laughs> thought they was recording without me. Uh. And ran into the studio, told everybody, let me sing. And they had the tape on backwards. So I sang to the tape that's backwards. That's like, Oh! And it, once I did it, it was too late. They had to finish it that way. They had to put the rest of the instruments on. So the was this in Los Angeles? No, that was in Detroit. Okay. So when you heard it that way, would you say, yeah, this is, this, is, this is great? That's why I'm talking so long. This is a story on Famous Dogs. I'm trying to figure out what key is it in. I'm to, and I don't, I don't force my way in the studio. So everybody's like, like they looking right there. I'm looking right through the glass. They all looking at me. And I'm trying to figure out what fucking key is it. And they ain't got no key, so I'm... Trying to kill time. This is the story of famous dogs. Wow! I'm sure you've told this story before. I'm sorry, but this on is the top amazing. Of my head with the clap. I mean, all of that was just ad libbed into wasn't going on. Why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. It's atonal as fuck. That's not committing to a key. And then do the dog, and then I realized, damn, this making sense. Do the dog catcher. And I saw everybody start laughing. And once, you know, you <laughs> that see, drove you. You see them people laughing, your ego. Right, you just drove you. I got this, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 yippee, yo, yippee, yay. And motherfucker do just like they do. An incredible no, that stuff. is the real because everybody's looking at we was waiting. They told me we was waiting on you to fuck up because we ain't we ain't, we know we got the record on backwards, but now they had to go back in and put the drums on again. Y'all invented something brand new out of brand that. Brand new, brand new. Wow. <laughs> do you? Do you I, I know we spoke about this earlier, and I think he 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 uh, uh, asked you. And I'm gonna just reiterate it in a different way. But do you know how much important you are to this culture? I don't fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't taking the way you that shit. Yeah. No, no, no. But I believe me, I do know that's why I was like, with Ben, mm. I can say that kind of stuff. Mm. You need somebody like that to say that culturally of civil rights in that term. Yeah. But otherwise we just talking shit. You know, mm -hmm. we just kicking it and talking mm -hmm. shit. But to to say it like that, you need somebody to put it on that kind of light. That right. I mean, I was at the college today. I was right. at what is it called? They just Ben, ben Crump College. They just changed the name. The, cha the name of the school. Ben, ben Crump. Wait, out here? Yeah, and, and his and where his nephew, right? His nephew is his nephew here. His nephew's here. Oh, but yeah. where's it at? Where's the college at? St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Yeah, St. Thomas they University. Changed the name. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's what that's what I'm doing. Now to to to, that's fire. to to live up to that kind of shit. That's some, you know, I'm too lazy to do I don't I don't try to preach. I can talk. 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Shit all day. No, but you know what? But you know what? Um, our culture, um, part of the reason, and I'm sorry to get so deep, right? Part. Oh shit! I got another one. I thought I just drank one. <laughs> oh shit! You better get it real. together, buddy. So, but part of the reason, um, uh, I had watched recently. I think Dave Chappelle and these people go back to uh, Ghana, right? I'm gonna take a pee That and they went. <laughs> they, they, you want to use the bathroom? No, no. I sound like Dave. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. but um, they went back to Ghana. And then they start saying all this, 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 these things. And what, what you don't realize is that a lot of us, they start to think that we started in this country as slaves. They didn't realize that we were kings and queens. And this is what this place in Ghana is teaching, right? So I started to say that and I say, damn, you know what? If we don't know this, if we don't know that what we, we, we didn't start as slaves, we started as kings and queens. If we don't know this, um, others, won't know that neither. No. So I say that to say this. I just want you to know, like, as a hip-hopper, I've made my career through hip-hop. Um, I've made my life. I was able to save people through hip-hop. But if it wasn't for you, and it wasn't for people prior to me, 
recognizing who you are, mm-hmm. then I don't think a lot of us would be here today. Wow. And that's no, that's real shit. It's real shit. Like I knew, I knew exactly. But you know, I, I was studying you for months because once, once we started to, and I was like, damn, damn, and damn. I never stop saying damn every time I, I, I discover something, something yeah. new. And I was just like, wow. And it's like, the thing about it is, we want to give you your flowers. We want to continue to to salute you and to tell you, well. you know, you're doing great, and and to tell you that. You're fighting a great fight because we're not worried about if anybody else does or don't. We're worried about if we do or do. Yeah, I got to. And this is the reason why we have to do this. And we have to look at you face-to-face, man-to-man, eye-to-eye, and look at your beautiful family and say, we appreciate you. We appreciate what you do. We appreciate you continuing to do it. We appreciate your smile getting brighter. Talk. Your smile getting brighter. Because, because so many... I've been through what you, you've been through. I, so, and so many people have been through what you, you've been through. And you know what they become? They become bitter people. And you ain't bitter. You sitting here with a smile this whole time. Oh, shit. No. And, and, and I'm talking about this whole, when I say this whole time, I don't mean this whole time here. I mean this whole time in, in life. And I watched you with your recent performance. I don't know. I think it was in New Orleans. I'm not, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And you had on a red shirt. And I'm just, oh, I'm in a red suit. And you sitting there and I'm just looking. And I'm like, that man's smile got brighter. Was, no. It got better. And well, that's t- my weapon. I learned that shit worked a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got a permanent crease in my face <laughs> from that shit. No, but, but to me let, me, let me just say as an outsider that's looking in, I'm just saying, you know, that's what I strive to be, you know? No, I like, as a, as, a, as a time, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, um, I've been doing rap for 25 years, but there's been time where I got on stage and I just did not want to be there. Like, I, I gave a horrible show. I did not participate with the people. The people started putting out their phones. And I was just like, I just did not want to be there because I didn't have the same amount of love that I had when I first started. You get jaded because of, because of the transition. The transition that went from, yo, look at me, motherfucker, to now it's like, I'm just filming you because I want to show my girlfriend. Or I'm just filming you because I want to show my homeboy. If you, you start analyzing it and, and figuring out what people do, that's yeah. always dangerous. I used to tell people in the audience, they be looking at us, you, trying to analyze what all these niggas doing up here. I, you can't even count us. Don't even. <laughs> you, you, don't, you can't analyze it because we doing everything to be unanalyzed. Wow. You know, we doing this on purpose. You can't wow. even count us. So wow. you paid money to come to see the show. And y'all enjoy, didn't have Instagram. Enjoy the show, and you know, and because the people leave it up there, they'll come to the show. Coming in, man, this ain't gonna be shit. I mean, that's certain attitude certain people right. can have. Just right. normal, not even thinking about it. This, I'm going, you know, but this ain't going. But if you call them out on it, say, hey, you can analyze if you want or you're going to miss the show. Right. Once they realize that, then they're like, oh, let me pay attention to this motherfucker. Right. And then they end up, damn, they here with us. When we get ready to leave, mm. they're in the parking lot. Because most people be thinking about, let me get to the parking lot before the other people get there so I can to get leave, out of here. Right. Don't get stuck in the traffic. Mm-hmm. We make them stay to the last minute trying to figure out what the fuck else they going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I call them out on it. That way you can actually be loose enough to have fun right. as opposed to trying to analyze what the day is about today. 
You pay money to see the show. I'm getting paid. Yeah. Right. You say some shit like that, then they oh, you want get your money's worth. You better have a fucking good time. You better yeah. have a good time, right? And, and that way, we all end up having a good leaving at the same time in the parking lot, smoking a joint. Damn, you know. You ever heard of verses? Huh? Verses. 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 Yeah. I I don't know who to do it with. Mm. He went sound straight like you want smoke. It sounds like you want smoke. He's like, who who won it? That's, I mean, that's what I interpreted. You know what? He can do it. I interpreted. He can do it against himself. He got he got who? fans. No, no, he no, looked no. at me like, who won it? Parliament no. against Funkadelic. No, no, no. We started to do that. We started to do that. Well, who? With Swiss Beats called you? No, we talked. We talked with them. Okay. We wanted to do it. Parliament Funkadelic and. Uh, versus George Clinton and the people that sampled us. Ooh. The people, me and the people that sampled us against Parliament Funkadelic. And everything will be. You know. Wow. I wasn't ready. We <laughs> I wasn't ready. Want, you uh, could, uh, anybody that sampled want, us, I could, uh, uh. I could do that with, and get them in it so that way it'll be all of it. But it's we, hard, hard we ain't got his playlist set up. Can we get his playlist set his up? Playlist. Let's run through five seconds of his First the 15 records of his playlist. Holy shit, I just wanted to let you know you're smoking everybody, my money's on you. <laughs> just in case anybody wanted any verses, well, my money's up. Listen, while we set that up, I, I'll be remiss if I didn't ask you this. So I'm Cuban American, I want to know any Latin Cuban. Coco. Who? Coco Seco. So there was influences. <laughs> That was the number one R&B song in Newark, New Jersey in 1956. Tito Puente. Tito Puente, yeah. Tito Puente. Yeah, you got it set up? And, and the B-side of it was Yo Me Como Va. Yo Me Como Va. That was the B-side of it. That was the B-side? Wow. The B-side of 1956. Wow, wow, that's awesome. Outcast, right? Outcast sample this. Outcast sample this. A lot of people sampled this. Wasn't just Outkast. I'm just. Okay. Q Dog. You got the Snoop Dogg record right there. Shot. Don't turn it down, turn it up. Let me get him a shot. Well, give him a shot, too. Uh, yo, yo, turn it up. Don't worry, gotta get him a shot real quick. Hey, you, got, you deserve this one. Give him a shot. I got you. I need a shot, too, motherfucker. All right. Let's go, King. All right. Hey. <laughs> Let me get a shot. We finished the mama water, baby. Where the tiger ball? It's a moot coronavirus. Coronavirus. This ain't, this don't look chilled at all. All right. Cheers, cheers. You ready? You ready? You ready, y'all? Salud. 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 <laughs> Most excellent.
That was Terry. Ugh. I knew yeah, regular. <laughs> Next one, go to the next yeah, one. Y'all be wilding out in this motherfucker. We, we, we have a little fun. We have a little fun. Uh-oh. Remember, it's a celebration, George. Celebration. And he gonna smoke any of y'all verses. I got my money on George. What y'all want? In my mind, the reason why y'all call it fuck is y'all got the ugly funk face. I respect I your vision. Whole new you want my Mahuana, bro? You want some Mahuana, bro? I see it in your face. Oh, Jamie, you need a regular shot. Do, do, do. Ooh, Lord. Come here, would you? Oh. Come on, baby. God damn. You, oh, you, you switching up? I, I didn't think you was going to do that. Look, she got you two. You got two. Now you got to do two. You got to do black and white. <laughs> It don't matter she if you black the or white. She just get the yeah. yayo. Salo. No, we can do it one at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Okay, you do that with him first. Yeah, cause I'm, 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 white. I'm white. I'm white. I'm white. What's that? The Mama Juana from Dominican yeah. Republic. They make that in the kitchen in Kindle. No, no, that's not true. <laughs> oh, nothing. No. He got nothing over there. What? Oh. Damn. What the? Woo. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Mm. Damn. God damn it. Oh shit. No, he he got that. No, no, no. Yeah. Hey, he yours. Woo! Peace, King. Salud. 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 Oh, my bad. I already drank. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know we got the new version of Atomic Dog coming out, right? Yes. A whole new version. Cute Dog. We, yeah. saw, we yeah. already know. We established that for real. Video is done. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, that's that De La Soul right there. No, that's the that's Digital Underground version. And Digital Underground. With us. Oh, there's a remake? There's a remake. Some more. No, I'm good. Cool. Yeah. Me myself and I, I'm just hearing De La Soul, my bad. Yo, but when Digital came out, that was And Tupac sampled this too. Tupac sampled this too. But it's Digital. It's... Oh, yeah. Was Do What You Like also a sample from you guys? Uh, Do What You Like. From yeah, that was it. One of the longest hip hop records ever, and it was so dope. Knee Deep was 15 minutes long. Damn. One more, let's do one more. Then it's one more shot. Oh, hey, we one more shot. That's what I Hey, you ain't been sitting here, though. No, don't do that to us. Don't do I'm that to us. I am, though. This is live version. You shot it as they come, man. There you go, dog. I'm, I'm doing Sarah. Yeah. Yeah! 
Cheers. Nah, cheers, cheers. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Oh, okay. Thank you. Citizen of the universe, recording angel, preparing to claim the pyramid, hardening on the mothership. I am the mothership connect. Getting down in 3D. And your like voice, man, your voice is so iconic. No, ain't nobody but me and the boys. You're right, no, we shot at I'm ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on, stop it, stop it. Stop it, stop it. Listen, Damn. Like, I'm going to take this shot with you. And then we're going to ask you two more questions and we're going to wrap it up. But hold on, hold on. Let's do it together. Look. I always ask people. We're raising up. We're raising up with George. Yes. I'm empty. I always get yes, yes, yes. Make some noise. Make some noise. I always ask Damn. people. It's beautiful. Damn. Mm. Art bully. Our bully. So, so Mr. George, right? Mr. George Clinton. That's one of my grandkids. No. Great grand, Mr. George. No, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, you, you, I look up to you, so I gotta, Thanks, I gotta address you as such. But I always ask people, in the midst of making history, do you know you making history? Oh yeah. You do. Oh, yeah, I'm aware of that. I mean, a lot of shit, I, just because I can, I do it now, knowing that sooner or later somebody's going to peep it. So a lot of stuff is is planted in there now. Because uh -huh. I know I got the platform and I know that. But you're saying when you did when you did this crazy music, you knew I this was going to last? I knew that, yeah. I, after, after Motown and what they done in music and Beatles and what they done, I knew that. Get me a spaceship, get me a... And that I was going to make a serious imprint. I knew that. Mm. You know, it just couldn't be commercial, straight mm. commercial. I had to do it the way I do it. And, and it was, we were able to do it that way and actually have a reason for doing it, being able to explain our point of view. We had to do our own PR so we can put our interpretation on what we were doing. We couldn't leave it up to the radio station or the media to do it. We would do it and say it ourselves on the album covers. Mm. We talk about the shit on the, the people on fans. So we pretty much colored and directed what people thought about us you know, over the years. We know that that's important. That's why I say TikTok, internet. I know how to get on there yeah. and get in with who's ever running shit and right. be down with them, and you be accepted as that. So basically, you say you knew your legacy. Yeah, I was planning. No, but you couldn't understand where it was going to really. Oh, no, fall. I didn't know where when it was you was falling. I just knew yeah. it was going to fall, whether I'd be here or not. Right. I knew that I set up plans. I mean, the, the copyright, the paperwork for the lawsuits. Mm. I left them all over this country with different people that's going to be able to bring them out. But in, influentially. In Huh? Influentially, yeah. like the style. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm made sure being I got so that. outside of the box. Like I think I don't know. Don't quote me on this, but I feel like uh, going back from Africa Bombada and moving on. Andre 3000, when he started dressing the way he was dressing, it was all linked back all to you. Yeah, to you whenever yeah. I find somebody that's actually you pe free people peeping, peeping us and doing, I go and get with them. Yeah. So they get they get it by being hanging with me. I get it by being hanging with them. Right. 
You know, they all tell the same story. He's cool, dude. He's all right, dude. When they were in Kendrick, believe me, I knew. My grandkids told me, granddad, like this show. Mm. When they told me. Goddamn, we should do this, this. Kendrick they, in this show. <laughs> they, they would say, yeah, we would love to have Kendrick Granddad, granddad, do this show. Yeah. Mm. You, you'll mm. like doing this show. Right. Thank Yourself, you. Thank you. Granddaughter. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They keep me up Thank you, Tanisha. Yeah. Stand up. Right. Stand stand up. That's right. Yeah. She's doing that with Kendrick. She's saying, "Oh, you like him. You like him. He talked right. like that." And when he came, it was I always got someone that got little smaller grandkids. They got me up on all of the the, the, the you know the hip hop, the trap, mm. the, the Atlanta crews, all the new people, mm. the Migos, and everybody. Mm. All of right. the I, I stay up on it because they I let them influence me. They right. tell me who's doing what and they had me on TikTok doing, you know, oh, I know what this is. This is hype. I know this. It's just the kids. <laughs> it ain't nothing new. It's just kids, different for it's you. A, it's the kids doing their right. version. And you can see the old folks getting in there now trying to. Old folks yeah, getting in. But you know that that's the new place to yeah. hang out. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, I'd I, I get with whoever's happening. Mm. That, that works for me just like it works for them. Right. They call me to be on their record. I call them back. Right. That's my only thing. Right. If I do one with you, you do one with me. Right. Kendrick did a record with me, and you know, and he didn't realize that I could put that to use like he could. Wow. I got him doing videos with me, wow. He's getting all the way down. When, when I did it with him, it was you know, I was a feature, I was in there with right. him, but I got more out of it than he did. Right. Is it fair to call that equity and legacy? Yeah, definitely equity and legacy. I mean, there is equity and legacy. Absolutely, you, you keep that legacy going, and the family. Together, so they'd be able to divide it and be friends with each other. All right. of that shit got to be managed before it happened. Because if you don't do it before it happened, if you ain't got a will and all that shit together, you can leave everybody to but the instincts of trying to get over. But I'm not even talking about financially or even like like you know like in the way you're talking. I'm talking about in the way that the artists are working with you. Oh yeah, it's equity and legacy. Like these artists, nah, they love you, they, bro. Your equity and you. who you are. Oh yeah, is no. why they are. No, I nurtured that. I mean, they nothing. Yeah. They can't ask me. They can call me and say, "You do this," and right. I'm down for doing. I can see a positive reason for me doing it, even if we ain't got talking about money. Right. That's the first thing most people say. How much you want? Right. We can figure out something. If you you, you got a shot. I, I want to be on. All I There's got to, no all I got to, to be is you. If I be, be seen, I'm gonna like get that. mine. Yeah. I ain't nah, worried about what you. But just that. let me just reiterate what you mean to us. Like there is no matter. There's money no price on we it. Can, There's we no can, price like, on offer it. It's you. priceless. The thing is, when an artist from our generation or generation prior to us or after us, it's an honor. Yeah, it's an honor. No, no, it really is. I, 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 no, no, it really is an honor. No, it's not for someone. No, they, for they, someone, they, they someone really, else, you know, really no, no, I'm, you know, I don't know if you know. I, I, I clown around. I play around. This is the only time. This is one. Of, I'm not playing around. Is it's an honor to be in your presence. Well, it's an honor for um, our generation to see, sit back and say because you know just just me playing the records. And just sitting around and me looking at certain people who's younger than 30 reaction and saying, that's Snoop Dogg's record. Like, no, it's not. It's a, 
That's Dr. Dre yeah. record. No. no I, but it's fun when you're, when you're like your great grandkids will say, say, oh, you're playing Snow Dogs record. Oh, you're playing Q Dogs record. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to defend it. You just, you're like, uh-uh. You'll learn, they'll learn. And why did you let me keep thinking that? Why did you let me keep thinking that? That's a beautiful No, because. You know, hey, not mother, and you hear Snoop Dogg, and, and you sit back, and most people, you, you know, know I they, just did that record again with him when he took over the, the, Death Row. Uh, Death Row, right. okay. And you don't have to read; they have to redo the yeah, family yeah, record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, that whole thing. I went back and redid it for you know for him. And he, hey, when you ready for me to come in, you know, call right. me. Right. Him was Cube. Cube did the last album with me. Him and Kendrick's on the same song. Wow. Well, you know, you we know. want you to know why because you're a legend's legend. You're an icon's icon. You're a tycoon's tycoon. Damn. You're a person that has to be, you know, saluted every single which way of it. I was so excited, man. Um, I couldn't believe, you know what I mean? Like when I get people like you and Patti LaBelle, like, like it's it's like it's it's chills in my body because everybody else who I kind of give flowers to at some point I competed with them in music so it's like ah but I ain't compete with you <laughs> I ain't compete with I, and you but, cannot compete and I cannot no, no, compete no, no disrespect to you no I you cannot, cannot compete. compete with him I cannot compete and what I'm saying is everybody you know uh, uh, deserves their flowers. And I'm telling you, you deserve a garden. <laughs> you know what I mean? You deserve a garden. I loved. Give me some more of that green you got over there. Oh, all right. <laughs> whatever you want. That shit. Give me a whole Horace, more. you got something? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. you talking like that. Give me some. Give me some of that green. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here you go. Give me some of them flowers. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Tommy. That's Don Diego. We charge a nap. Why the drink pass? Talking all that shit. Hey, hey. I don't like those masks. <laughs> no, it's okay. But, nah, for real, um... You know, Thanks, man. when me and EFN, um, we got together and we was like, man, we really want to make sure our legends is appreciated. Our legends are, uh, I don't know what's we, the We just wanted to celebrate the culture. We, we want to celebrate it. Oh, man, that was cool. And I'm glad you called me. No, man, definitely. And we're going to call you again. Call me again. Because we, we want you to do your own podcast, too. We need you too. around for a yeah, long God damn time it, to keep yes, helping us. Yes, man, yes, man. yes, yes, yes. And we want you to know... You are a beacon. We want you to know we got your back. You know, me just digging into your story and me knowing your story, but me thinking I knew your story. And then me, you know, when we when we booked you, just, just digging in, it's just like, wow. It's kind of crazy because your story is my story. Mm-hmm. It's just 30 years later. But how the fuck do we and you have the same story 30 years later? Yes, that same thing. That means the same system was in effect Yeah. from then. The record hasn't changed. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm sitting there and I'm identifying, because to be honest with you, I'm not supposed to identify with your story. Your, yeah, my, yeah. your story, my story is supposed to be better than yours because, and then when we have the same exact story, it's just like, fuck. This system might not change unless we say it. You have to say it. You have to speak it into existence. Yes. So I want to say to you, you know, face-to-face, man-to-man, we appreciate you. We got your back. Whenever you want to come and talk some shit, 
there ain't no other podcast or no other platform in the world. You can smoke some weed. <laughs> you can bring your grandchildren. You can bring the whole band. You can bring some And they leg all liquor. welcome. <laughs> We're going to send you that. that they bit. all welcome. We gonna they all welcome. <laughs> because... You gonna get that new copy of Atomic Dog? Absolutely, but truly and honestly, truly and honestly, we want you to understand those flowers and the green flowers as well. But we want you to understand that you are a beacon in our community. And in case we don't, we, we, we talk about you so gracefully when you're not around. Let's talk about you so gracefully when you are around. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Salud. Salud. And if you ever having a bad day, or if you ever having an awkward day, or if you having an off day, just look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Hip hop wouldn't be hip hop without me." Absolutely. I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. That was hard. Did I kill that? Yeah, yeah. You I feel like that. I killed that. You killed that. I feel like I killed that. No, 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 no. But by the way, because I, I, I'm ending it with a joke, but I'm not joking. Honestly. That was not a joke at all. When I really listened to your catalog in its entirety, and I don't use big words, but just bear with me, entirety is a big word for me. <laughs> I'm listening to your catalog entirety. I'm thinking, oh shit, this motherfucker gave birth to the West Coast. And it quickly reminded no, no, me, this, no. All of hip hop. Not just the West Coast, mother flipper. <laughs> no, no. We were talking about flipper earlier, right? So it, it, yeah. it worked out. It actually started on the East Coast. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, I mean, we was down with, we was, like I said. The samples started on the East Coast. Bottom, I mean, it was real early. Early hip-hop. Early, early, early hip-hop. Mm -hmm. That's 78. Well, we can see the influence from their dress code. Yep. But I just want you to know how much you appreciate it. We want you to know that's what we do over here. And every day of your life, it, just in case you ever, like I said it again, but I'm going to say it again, just to reiterate what I said. If you ever having a bad day, you just look at yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, hot nigga right now sampled me. <laughs> they needed me to move forward. Yeah, I'll do it as long as I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> well, we're going to take a picture and let's do go, some drops. <laughs> Yo, I ain't going to lie. It's only two times I had... Goosebumps. Drink Champs is a Drink Champs LLC production in association with Interval Presents. Hosts and executive producers, NORE and DJ EFN. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Listen to Drink Champs on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. That's at Drink Champs across all platforms, at The Real Noriega on IG, at Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG, at DJ EFN on Twitter. And most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.